Oh, best show back Tuesday night. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the best show. We have an exciting show for you tonight. In the program, Jack Black is going to call up. It's what we call a get in the biz. It's a get. So we got a get. We'll be doing that later. Topic I want you to all think about is going to be... Uh, Okay, I'm sick of this now. That's what we're going to talk about. What do you think about that, Mike? We got AP Mike. For people who are new to the show, we've got a, it's a, it's a, it's a real just, uh, uh, cast of characters here. It's like, it's like, it's like, uh, uh, an episode of, uh, any show like Cheers or just the gang hanging out, having a grand old time. We got Pat. Burn is here holding down the uh, the tech duties, minority style, uh, minority report style. How are you, Pat? Pat's good. Dudio's not here uh, right now. He is actually buying a uh, doing a bulk purchase of uh, Hummel figurines. He's a huge Hummel figurine collector. He's actually buying. Uh, a lot. Of, uh, of, uh, figurines. Hummel figurines. He loves his Hummel figurines. So, hopefully he'll be happy with the, uh, with the score he's making. It is a parking lot deal, as we call it. Uh, not, I'm a little worried about him. He's buying these Hummel figurines out of trunk. So, we will find out if he's okay. I'm sure he'll be back later. We'll see how the Hummel figurines go. And with the hashtag for tonight, verify AP Mike. For if you're over on Twitter, that's the hashtag. We're trying to get this guy verified. The associate producer of the best show. He's on Twitter. Does not have the verification uh, check. If anybody needs one, man, it's him. I'm telling you. That's a guy who could have some imposters. That's neither here nor there. Let's have some fun with the best show tonight. Jack Black later in the show. And my friends, I would like to tell you about tonight's episode of the best show. It is brought to you by the fine folks over at Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your incredible ideas. You've got ideas you need to showcase them and bring them to the world. Squarespace is the way to go. They uh, they offer a very elegant and clean interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Try Squarespace over at squarespace.com. Enter the offer code BESTSHOW at checkout to receive 10% off. Squarespace.com. Offer code BESTSHOW. 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Now, the best show will begin.
best show. We're back Tuesday nights. What would you do without the best show? Right, Mike? What would these people do without the best show? Stare at the wall? It's what? That's an option, yes. Staring at the wall. What do they do? Be kicking a can down the street. Right? Got no other thing. You got this show. You ain't got this show. You're kicking a can down the road. Playing with a bicycle hoop. I also wonder if that was actual entertainment back then. I question whether people were scared of the train coming at them at the movie theater. I question, and I was proven right, that the the hard hats eating out on the on the beam, nine thousand feet above Earth, was staged. I've uh, uh, regularly questioned the War of the Worlds. Uh, Orson Welles fooling everybody. I think four people were fooled by that. Tries to make like it was pandemonium coast to coast. People thought aliens were invading. Yeah, aliens are invading, but we're also going to stop for this commercial now in the middle of that. We're going to read a commercial too, so. And it sounds just like every other radio play that's on the radio. And most of you aren't even hearing this because it's up against, it was up against like a more popular show. It was, what was it up against? Like Fibber McGee and Molly? I understand that too well, right? I'll tell you though. I'll take it. I'll take the competition. Next, uh, next month that Muppet thing is going to be on Tuesday nights. The Muppet, the return of the Muppets. Thank God they're back. The Muppets. It's been what? Eight months since that movie bombed? We have to give them a chance to, to flop in another medium. The Muppets. And who doesn't love that great, that great family friendly conceit of, I saw a clip from it where a human woman is saying, that's right, I'm in love with a bear. It's like, that's disgusting. That's, Hardly ever a guy with a, with a, uh, going interspecies in those things. It's always just these other thing that Spuds McKenzie's just so charming that the ladies, the human ladies just can't help but fall under his spell. Come on, showbiz. We can do better than that. And this Muppet thing. Oh, it's behind the scenes. Oh, great. Oh, so the Muppets are going to talk direct to camera? That's great. I can't wait. I guess it's like modern family now with Muppets. So, uh... Man, I need some of that, uh... You know, sometimes you think about it, you're like, man, the kid on Modern Family could, could buy and sell me. Manny. Kid who plays Manny could buy and sell me. Right? Just throw money. Crumple money, throw it in my face. Yes, Manny. No, Manny. And be uh, robotically doing whatever Manny tells me to do. Yes, Manny. 
I will do whatever you say, Manny. These Muppet fans think I'm I'm teasing them? Like, I'm not. I honestly just look at the Muppet stuff and I'm like, come on, Muppet fans. Go go clean up a, a park or something, right? Instead of arguing over which Muppet is your favorite, go 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 clean up trash on the side of the highway. Half these Muppet fans are going to end up doing that against their will, though. Like when the judge makes his verdict, right, Mike? The ruling comes down on these Muppet fans. They'll find themselves picking up trash. On the side of the highway. They'll be out on Route 78. Getting on one of those Muppet... Uh, the, the, the In the prison. What if the prisons start to have like the white power gang and all the things. And then it's just like, this is the Muppet gang. This is the gangs of people who, who uh, like the Muppets. They've got their own little contingency here in uh, Rawway. All right, enough of that. Tonight, Jack Black will be on the show. What's the music we heard? Oh, boy, did we hear good stuff. We heard Mike Rep in the quotas. A single, Mama was a schizo. Daddy was a vegetable man, a vegetable man from 1975. The same session as his classic. Rocket to Nowhere single. I don't know. Is this a, so? Is this was this not a single back then? I don't know. I did not have this one, but Hozak Records put it out. Hozak, with their amazing uh, archival series. What a great single! Oh no, that didn't start us off. Mike Michael Cronin started us off. Uh, no, no, Michael Cronin was the last that we played two records. Oh, let's start over. Scrap it. Pat, delete the last 20 minutes. We're picking it back up at the pre-roll. Um, no, we heard, uh, um, uh, Michael Cronin from his, uh, from his second album, MC2 on the Merge record label. We heard, Am I Wrong? And then starting us off, we heard that, uh, great song by, uh, by, uh, Mike Rep in the quota. So many mics in the mix tonight. Maybe we'll play Mike Kroll later. That'll, that'll, uh, we'll just keep the streak of Mike's going. And then AP Mike will come in and do a little dance. And we'll just have it be a night of Mike's. A night of 1,000 Mike's. Won't that be a thrill for everybody? Oh, guys, gals, youngsters, oldies. Children of all ages, not of all ages. I think you got to be of a certain age to come see Sharpling and Worcester live. We are performing on the West Coast. First West Coast swing. Live. Come see Sharpling and Worcester and friends. Yeah, that's right. It'll be a fun show. We'll have all sorts of surprises at this thing. Thursday, August 27th, Seattle, Washington. Numos. At Numos, we will be playing at Numos, the show in Portland, Oregon, at the Doug Fur. Sold out! Sold out! Sorry, Portland, get in the car, drive up to Seattle. Not that far. I've driven further for shows. 
But that's the thing, man. Don't sleep on these shows. You get your tickets. You don't sleep on it. Thursday, August 27th, Seattle, Washington, Numos. Then, Thursday, September 3rd, San Francisco, the Great American Music Hall. And Saturday, September 5th, in Los Angeles at the El Rey Theater. Tickets are all available over at StereoLaughs.com slash tour. That's StereoLaughs, L-A-F-F-S dot com slash tour. Do not miss the live show that you've always wanted to see. The gang. Me, John Worcester, friends, surprises, so much fun. You were, you were at the New York shows, Mike. You were a part of the New York shows. Weren't, didn't you have, weren't they the, the, the time, uh, weren't they just the most fun? Yeah. Could you imagine someone in one of these cities passing up this opportunity? Me neither. I cannot, I, I can't imagine it either. But, alright. You snooze, you lose, man. Don't miss it. Sharpling and Worcester Live. What else did I want to tell you all about? Oh, that's right. Tomorrow. Wednesday. August 12th. 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Sharpling and Worcester will be doing a uh, Reddit. Ask me anything. Ask us anything. An AMA. You go over to Reddit. You ask all your questions. How about that? That'll be a fun time. You ever go to Reddit, Mike? No. Yeah. Something else. Tell you. Tell you. Yeah, check it out. You're gonna... You might like it. It's got something for everyone. Something for everyone. Oh, you, you're gonna, you've got some questions. Oh, that, that's a little, that's not in the spirit of things. You can kind of, you have access. But, you know, everybody else, you go to uh, tomorrow, 3 p.m. on Wednesday, the 12th of August. Reddit! Ask us anything. And the hashtag, verify AP Mike. That's right. He's, he's on Twitter. He ain't got no check next to his name. He ain't got no check. And if anybody's gonna get somebody trying to pose as him, it's, it's AP Mike. You tell me there's not people out there? Yeah, it's me, AP Mike. Hey, how are you? Yeah. I'll, I'll pull up. Well, we can get in my van. We can... Oh, no, I don't live in Bayonne, like, just anywhere in the country. Yeah, I decided to, I decided to drive my van to, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm in New Mexico with my van. Just not tracking at all with who Mike is. Oh, I live in New Mexico now. Oh, you didn't hear her on the show? Yeah, Tom talked about it. Hey, you don't look like the AP Mike from, uh, that I see the pictures of. Oh no, I, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I stopped working out. I changed up, I changed up my look. Now are you gonna get in the van or what? <laughs>
So this guy needs a check. I don't know. I like how the scenario took itself immediately off the internet and into the real world, as we call it. What do we call that? What do they call that, Mike? The real world? The real world. And I, I'm looking over at Twitter now, over at uh, Verify AP, Mike, and it's it's a firestorm of people. Cannot believe this guy's not verified. Really, if if because look, I I see, I look on Twitter, I see some of these people. Yeah, I write for uh, I'm on a, I'm a, I write uh, blog uh, stuff for. Uh, you know, they write they 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 they, they write for. Uh, some guy hoses at the dumpsters over at BuzzFeed has uh, uh, the check mark. AP Mike, who's an actual coast-to-coast star, ain't got one. Now, someone over Vulture. AV Club. Right? Kid who makes coffee at AV Club has a check mark. They're doing great over at AV Club, too. I got it. Keep keep up the great work, guys. You're really you're really just blowing us all away with your with what you've been doing. Whether it's a uh, story about the the worst Beatles songs from A to Z, like one for each letter, or or listing what the. Uh, you know the what, what you watched over the weekend, and then having a again, man, it might be time, might be time for some community re, might be time to re- reinstate the draft. Honestly, I see some of this stuff. Might be time for full on coast to coast. We just got the draft. The draft is back. How about that? What do you think about that? Everyone, everyone under sixty is eligible. Or they check to see how many times you write things online, and that determines whether you're eligible for the draft. Might be time. Might be time for the draft to come back. Reinstate the draft. But get AP Mike. Hey, somebody over at Twitter, get this guy verified, huh? Get him a check. He's been the associate producer for the show for 10 years. It's time. And throughout the show tonight, we'll talk about all sorts of things. We'll, we'll do some open phone Tuesday stuff. Open phone. Remember open phone Tuesday, the good old days of open phone Tuesday. We'll do a little bit of that and we'll also, uh, we'll also bring into the mix some, uh, We'll talk about uh, the, uh, the 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 thing there where you're. It, it's like uh... okay. I'm sick of this now. That's what we're gonna call it. Okay, I'm sick of this now, and we'll talk about that. So we uh, we'll get to that as the show moves on. MP Mike is screening now, lining stuff up. I think. Uh, might be go time. We good? Not yet. Maybe Mike's setting it up. 
The phone number, by the way, 201-332-3484. That's the number to get in on the action for tonight. 201-332-3484. Other, or, as people have determined, it is Dead Hug, D-E-A-D-H-U-G. So if you're a Grateful Dead fan, you can just imagine that you're calling the, the, the hotline to talk about the old shows, the, the Sugar Magnolia and Box of Rain and all the stuff. All right. AP Mike's giving me the high. Do I have the high sign? I do. Okay. Now I'm going to go to the hotline. I'm being told. We have a superstar on the hotline, Hello. is what I'm being told. Hello? Is this Jack Black? Hi, I'm on the hotline. You're on the hotline. Yeah. We have Jack Black uh, on the best show. How are you? Good. You're good. Thanks for doing this. I'm already starting to sweat. Don't sweat. This is the easiest thing you'll ever do in your life. Oh, I know. Don't worry. I, it was. Uh, I was just saying because it was a hotline. Uh, oh, because We're it's off a... to a glorious start. <laughs> Here we go. The bar has been set. This bar can be, well, I guess it, it depends if it's like limbo. If it's limbo, the bar's high, because then we can just walk right under. It's going to be all puns all the time. Okay. That's my, well, that's my goal. All right. We'll keep it wide open for the, it's a pun, the pun-free zone is now, we're, we're disabling that. It is now, <laughs> it is now a pun, a pun-friendly zone here. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be, oh no, we're, you're really racking them up here. This is, I think you got four on the you books already. I was joking. You weren't, okay. I'm gonna, somebody Listen, keep track. You've got a great show, but what you're missing is puns. What I'm missing is, that... okay. I'm always looking to improve things around here. Get some yeah. puns. Some puns. You're, you're, uh, yeah. The pun contingency, contingency is spoken. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll we'll. Uh, I'm going to keep track on how many you drop on us tonight, and then maybe we'll soften. Okay. I'll soften the stance on puns in general. So I'm going to give myself two puns so far. Okay, you've got two solid puns. No, it's probably just a pun and a half. Okay. Now you've got me wondering if that was a pun somehow, saying it's a pun and a half. No, it wasn't. Okay. But there may be some. Uh, yeah, there could be some unintentional puns. Okay. That's usually my way. All right. People are saying, somebody just said on the, our, the chat for this show that you're the punniest man alive. So I'm going to... Boom. See? You're, you're, the, the virus is spreading now. It's like, it's like contagion. Now, you're getting Did it I out there. Splash. <laughs> How now, are you, Tom? I'm good. How are you? Do, you? do you know that I also am a Tom? I did know that. You did know. You already knew that we were brothers and Tom. I did. Are you actually a Thomas? I am, yes. As am I, my good friend. It's a, As am I. It's a good... It's a good name that is, like, not overdone. It's not... It's not yeah. Stephen or William. It's a nice... No. That nice next level of... Well, not um, lately. There's not a lot of Thomases out there lately. Yeah. Well, it's so, definitely been overrun by, uh, yeah, uh, Michaels and Jonathans are definitely <laughs> have taken the lead. 
but, but some, you know. So what? What made the change? I'm bringing what? Thomas back. I, I named one of my boys Thomas. Nice. And what that was a that was a uh, 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 to make a you needed to make a splash. So Jack, Jack fit the bill. Yeah, you know it was a nickname. I have my middle name is Jacob. Mm-hmm. So I they they I know it should be Jake Black would be my nickname. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to take full credit for the Jack Black uh, stage name. Okay, or it could have been. There it is. You could have ended up as TJ Black. Um, yeah. What's your middle name, if you don't mind my asking? It's also a J. It is a John. It's Hello, John. TJ Sharpling. How about that? We could bring TJs the whole in the house the, the two TJs. We could have a show over it. Where would that be? Largo. The two TJs. Yeah. Hey, are you local? Are you here in Los Angeles no, as well? I just was. I was just. I just came back. I'm in New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey. Yeah, but you know your LA. You know. You know your hot spots. Oh, don't I ever? Largo. Whether it's Paquito I've Moss. Got, I've got a long history with that Largo club. I know you. That was uh, where you cut your teeth. That's right. That's where we. That's where me and Kyle got our start. Yeah. Early tenacious days. And that's back when All it was... All praise due to the Flanny, yeah. the legendary owner of... of uh, uh-oh, my boys are coming. Uh-oh. Boys, Daddy's on a very important call right now. You go play in the tent. <laughs> in the tent? There's an outer shell door right where Sammy is. If you unzip it, you should be able to get in. <laughs> I still haven't completed level seven and eight. Okay. I'm, I'm doing a dry run. We're okay. going camping this weekend. Okay. And I wanted to do a dry run on the tent on the lawn. You're getting the kids which ready? Is going golden as we speak. Yeah. I don't have, listen, I'm catching lots of crap for the green lawn. Uh-huh. Trust me. I understand. I've stopped the water usage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, How's it going in New Jersey? How, do you guys have a water in New Jersey? We have plenty of water here. It rains every. It's been a relatively decent summer, but there's there's plenty of water here. We we're not worried about that. But Maybe that could be the answer if we put a pipeline just crisscross across the United States from Jersey straight to California. Yeah, problem solved. I'm I I'm a, look. I would go. Uh, you can have some of our water because, look, you go to a place, you go to eat, and then they just don't – you have to ask for the water. Look, admittedly, that's not the hardest thing in the world to ask for a glass of water yeah. at a restaurant, but I'm fragile. But if you have a green lawn, people look at you with a raised eyebrow and a, oh, really? You but, need a green lawn, do you? Yeah. Good for you, yeah. green green guy. AstroTurf might make a comeback. It's funny you say that. That is exactly what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're getting some uh, some really good astro turf. It's uh, it's called kick ass turf. <laughs> and everybody's gonna start. I'm gonna count that as a third pond. I'm gonna okay. Mark that down, Mike. Mike's my associate producer here on the show. He's been here for eight years, Mike. Ten. Oh God, it's been ten already. Oh man. Yeah. Now you, sir, ten of how many? How many years were you doing it before Mike came around? Oh, I don't know. We've been doing the show. We did. We're like this is the fifth. We're the fourteenth year of it. 
15th year? Damn. I know. It goes on and on. It just doesn't stop. It becomes like your life's calling. You know what, you know what it's like when you have a thing. Wait a second. So you've been going basically since the year 2000. That's when you decided. Yes. Yeah. When the world didn't explode, you said, wait, it's, we, there's, there, we, there's still hope. Let's do this. Yes. Oh no. This is, this has been. Y2K was the end. And then you were like, no, it's not the end. No. Time for Tom Sharpling's show. Something's gonna, we're gonna give birth to something now out of the, the, out of, out of what could have been the, the apocalypse of uh, technology. It would have just been we're more gonna like. We're gonna give birth to the best show in the world. Yeah. It would have just been talking around a campfire if Y2K came was it to fruition. The best, the best show back then? It was, yes. And it was done as kind of like a thing where it was a, uh, a, uh, uh, it was supposed to be funny because it, I had no right to call it that. Did you loosely base it on, uh, this is going to sound narcissistic, Tenacious D's The Greatest Song in the World tribute? No, we were on our own thing with that. Uh, but that was... Uh, you that on was, your own narcissistic was, was, trip. Yes, exactly. The best. Narcissistic parallel right. thinking. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. You know, it. Uh, our, our first album came out around that time. Yeah. So I guess we were kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah, I saw you. Uh, when you were a kid, were you obsessed with like the best things and like the the, the speed of light and the fastest things? Was I? I don't think so. I think I was probably pretty, uh, not, like, I, I was not a Kiss fan when I was a kid, because they were always saying they were the best. I think I was intimidated by anybody who said they were the best, and then maybe as an adult I was like, fine, I gotta start saying I'm the best at some point. Yeah. So then I started... It, it, it works. Um, but what, what's your favorite animal, if you don't mind my asking? I'd go probably just straight up dogs. Just straight up dog? Yeah. That's cool. It's the animal. That's trustworthy. Yeah, I'd want to hang out with the dog. I like, I like, I like petting him. I like watching him in, in internet videos. I think it would just be dog. I'm not gonna, I'm not yeah. gonna complicate no, the matter. No, you're right. They're cuter and funnier than the rest. How about you? But, uh, I go straight up cheetah. <laughs> so, so you, go, you're going, um, you're, you're kind of, uh, putting the rocket boosters on. On on uh, yeah, it's like a dog with rocket boosters on it. You can't trust a cheetah, uh-huh. but man, I sure are badass. Yeah, have you ever seen a cheetah in real life? The fastest. No, I have not been on safari. Hmm. Would you ever go on safari? What's the craziest vacation you've been on, Jack? Um, you know, I don't really vacation well. Truth be told, uh, when I get to the vacation spot. I immediately start having some anxiety attacks and thinking, my life is almost over. Why am I wasting it trying to relax? Mm-hmm. When when do I get home? 
Yeah. To where I can start getting some something useful done. Yeah, there's work to I've be done. I've got some projects that I should be working on. Yeah. Yeah, I just, as soon as I'm out on one of these, like, relaxation trips, I, I start freaking out about... Uh, <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> that was my boy, Tommy. How old is he? He is seven. Wow, that's awesome. He's, 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 he's seven. They're going to be... That's, uh, yeah, that's Tommy, that's Tommy Black Jr., Good. He's he's bringing the uh, he's got the rocket boosters on tonight. Yes, he does. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely, he usually does. So, uh, so you're working, you're working like crazy now on stuff. Like you're doing the the brink. You're doing well. If you look at my Google Calendar, mm-hmm. you would say, "Dude, you need to take a rest. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a coronary." I yeah. uh, there there I need I need a couple three days in my Google. Mm-hmm. Uh but I think I'm gonna make it. If I can just make it through next next uh next couple months I'm gonna have a little I see some sunshine on the other end. Okay. That's good. But yeah, like you say, you got the T V show over there. Yeah. Uh on HBO, that that uh, political uh comedy Thriller. Yeah. The, the brink. brink. Yeah, because we're on the brink of a third world war. That's what the, that's in reference to. Yeah. It, Doesn't uh, that sound funny? It, it, uh, <laughs> I did get that. That, uh, that one I did get. The idea of that it was, that's what I the didn't brink. get that. I didn't get it until like the third episode when we were shooting. I was like, what is the brink? Anyway, oh, <laughs> I get it. The red button. Yeah. It, uh, it's like um, the thing that's on the crew gift. The finger yeah. going down the... What was the crew gift for that? Satin jackets? You ever see those? Isn't that funny when you see people walking around Los Angeles with like like a backdraft satin jacket? And then you're just like... Yeah. Man, that dude worked on backdraft. You know they worked on it. <laughs> yeah. It'd be well, like, those, those projects always have like a crew of thousands. So yeah. you'll, you'll actually see a few of those. Yeah. Or you like, could see two... Two backdraft jackets in one day would not be a total shocker. <laughs> but um, am I a bad person if I can't remember the Brink crew gift? No. I feel like it It might have been a satin jacket. Uh-huh. Well, I guess season. I might have one of those hanging in my closet. But you it's can't bad wear look. I feel like it's a bad look for me to wear, yeah, the Brink gear. Yeah. It's just out and about on a, on a Sunday afternoon. It seems like the crew can do it and yeah. the director can do it on set when it's like Ron Howard wearing like an Apollo 13 hat. <laughs> like, like, yeah, no one judges him for that. No, like I can buy him with an Apollo 13 hat on as he's directing Apollo 13. But it, but otherwise it's like you don't go to go see a concert wearing the band you're going to see their shirt, it's like, of course you're a fan of the band. You you bought a ticket to it. You don't have to prove it. It would be pretty bold, though, if you went to see Rush mm-hmm. and Getty Lee was just rocking the Rush T-shirt, <laughs> like one size too small. <laughs> like, and yeah, I'm like, in this band, and I'm rocking you. Yeah, from like a shirt from like four tours ago. Like he's just wearing like the overstock. <laughs> He's wearing the retro. Remember these these days, guys? And everyone in the audience would remember. 
Or he could wear it. You and know, then... I bring that up because I just recently saw the Farewell concert, uh, Rush's Farewell show. Uh-huh. How was that? How was it's long? It's a big deal because yeah. it's, it's not the Farewell tour. It's the last show of the Farewell tour. So I feel like maybe special because of that. Yeah. So they're done now? They're not done. They can't be done. You they can't. said they were done. You can't keep Neil Pert down with that giant drum set and that beanie. What's he going to do with the beanie? He's got to wear the. He can't wear that beanie on his motorcycle. It'll fly yeah. off. Oh no! Well, underneath the helmet. I guess. I, yeah, sure. So, well, so if you're like at like a rest stop and then a motorcycle pulls in, helmet comes off, and you see a guy wearing a beanie, you're just like, well, I, there's a good chance that's Neil Pert. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, the beanie stays in the helmet like a sock <laughs> stuck in a shoe. Uh-huh. But um, I'm going to say I believe them mm-hmm. that they are not going to play any more shows together unless until hell freezes over. Sure. It's just hard. Remember to... that when the Eagles came back? Yeah. When hell they... froze over to her. Yeah, because they were just cause, yeah because they all. Beat everybody over the well, head. Well, it was the famous, yeah. Yeah. There's a point, though, where people are like, it's like hell didn't freeze over. You dudes just decided you would like to have a hundred million more dollars in the bank. It's it's not that hell froze over. Can you believe the end of yeah. times are upon us? It's like, well, no, you guys, somebody slid a, a number in front of you and you were just like, yeah, I I think we're going to be, I think the Eagles are back. Yeah, yeah. I guess that was all that it was. And, I don't really know. But the mythology. I don't know. Did you watch the Eagles documentary? Oh, I watched it twice, both parts. And th- did they not cover the Hell Freezes Over oh, chapter of boy. their? Uh... Boy, did they! They did a thing with that documentary where it's three hours long, and the first ninety minutes covers yeah. the original run of the Eagles, and then that's all I saw. Yeah. I just saw that. But they give. The other, the current version, equal time. Where it's like, you yeah. guys might have, uh, this could have been staggered out a little different. I think you could have, you could have wrapped up this hell freezes over part in a good 20 minutes could have gotten the job done for that. But they gave it a full 90 minutes. Hell freezes um, over. So. My whole takeaway from the first half of that doc was that Joe Walsh is the one that I most want to hang out with and most want to be like, if I, if I was going to pick you get, yeah, everyone gets to be one of the Eagles. I would go directly to Joe Walsh and say, I want to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, do you, do you feel the same? Without a doubt. I mean, look, he was in James gang. He was, so that's some of the, yeah. He had the tastiest riffs. Yeah. Song Walk Away. That's like, it's like you will go to YouTube. Everybody should go to YouTube. You type in James Gang, Walk Away. And this thing, it's like the heaviest thing you ever saw. It's like a three piece. They were like a heavy duty three piece power trio. And he's just like. Well, it's like Nirvana. He was like Kurt Cobain. I feel like Cobain might have, might have lifted a couple of his moves off of him, actually. I would, I I would not disagree with that. That's a great, that's, that makes a lot of sense. 
but uh, that kind of rocking back and forth stance that he has. Yeah, it's so badass and satisfying. And then he had all the. Then he had his fun, his his kind of like funny solo stuff too with. uh, Yeah, like. uh, But then he had the song on the Warriors soundtrack, right in the city. Remember that? I don't remember that one. That's the one that the Warriors. I need to go back and. The Warriors were stomping around New York listening to Joe Walsh. Who knew that? Yeah. Think about it. It's like it's gangs of <laughs> these roving gangs of hoodlums. And what are they listening to? A Joe Walsh song. That's their theme. Yeah. Not that baseball gang, though. They only listen to Kiss <laughs> and watch baseball. Yeah, the baseball furies. <laughs> that, that movie is ridiculous. If you watch that movie again... It is no. It's been a long oh, time. You but should. I did enjoy it. It's seventy-eight. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. But you realize that all the warriors would have to have done would have been to have stolen a car at any point yeah. on their thing, and none of this would be happening to them if they weren't so big on public transportation. They could have just. They were doing every other crime. They could have just broken a car broken into a car, and just driven back to Coney Island. That was one of those movies where I think they just... They just plugged in. They took they took The Wizard of Oz and then just plugged in uh, 1970s street gangs. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were just following the yellow brick road, basically. That's Yeah, I guess that's all. They're just kind of... They're on a on whatever journey they're on. What it's also like any of the look. I'm not smart. I went to a community college. I can't make references to the Odyssey and things like that. But I just kind of like me neither. I just bluff my way through them. Like, oh yes, that's like the Odyssey. Anybody who goes from one place to the other, I just go, yeah, that's like the Odyssey. <laughs> Homer, dude, is that where is that where the Wizard of Oz stole all of their stuff from? I'm they just stole gonna, it from the Odyssey. I'm just gonna say yes to that. Or I'll just say like I just I just know what the reference is and I'll just go, Ah, that's like uh like uh Heart of Darkness, like Joseph Campbell, Heart of Darkness. And it's like Well, did you ever yeah. read Heart of Darkness? Like, oh no, I read one page of Heart of Darkness and I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I know. I keep on trying to start reading that I I've read like the first ten pages of Heart of Darkness. Yeah. Then I end like up a hundred times. Yeah, then I end up just reading a book about the making of Back to the Future. I just want to skip ahead to the part where Marlon Brando swallows the book. Yeah, in the I in don't know Hardy. if that's in the I don't know in the original book. <laughs> if it's in the source material, I don't know if if him saying <laughs> I swallowed a bug that <laughs> Did you ever hear about that teaching <laughs> that that class that he taught that Marlon Brando late in life was Filming these acting classes, and yeah, oh, I would love to see. Look, you're a, you're a connected guy. You can you can maybe get your hands yeah. on that, right? I mean that that tape, the the film of that class mm-hmm. is in the same safe as Jerry Lewis's "The Day the Clown Cried." Yeah, it's something you're you're not gonna ever see. Yeah, but they just said though that in ten years. The day the clown cried, I think they found a print of it that'll come out in ten years. And wait, then, according to wait, Jerry's okay with that? I don't know if Jerry has any say in it. I think it was like the Library of Congress had it or something, and I think they 
They just re- I I don't know. That's what I I just read that a few it's, days ago. Legally, they have to release it. I think they so. Have to see his stinkiest movie of all time. Yeah, and and Jerry will be right. Jerry will be coming up on a hundred at that point. He's the only one of those dudes who's still alive from who who saw that. If you think about it, he was like friends with like Ch- hope- Chaplin and all those guys. And no, he wasn't friends with Chaplin. Oh, he he definitely he was. He definitely he was definitely he? was. Yeah, and he was. He's well, like I mean, he's like the only connection was, to all was, that showbiz. I mean, yeah, I just think of him as like one of those dudes. I guess it was his partner that was in the Rat Pack. Mm-hmm. But he he's like an honorary Rat Packer kind of. No, I think they might have. They it seems they like, never let him into nah, the Rat Pack nah, parties. There was a lot of eye rolling when he that came around. Clown, get the fuck out of here! But um, he was—he's of that era. I don't yeah. think of him as a Charlie Chaplin dude. No, but I Chaplin think... must have been just old as the hills when Jerry came a knocking. Yeah, but Jerry was still studying at his feet. I think Jerry would sit down and, and try to pick his brain for the for wisdom. Yeah, but so. you look around, you still see there's still people of that era, but only a small handful, like mm-hmm. the World War II vets. Yeah. There's still a couple. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, Shirley MacLaine, she was there. Mm-hmm. She remembers Hollywood the way it was meant to be remembered. Yeah. Not this bullshit now. This isn't Hollywood. You think this is mm-hmm. something? This yeah. is nothing, Jack. Yeah. It's not like you go to get your face painted on the wall at the Palm, right? The palm, they get the caricature exactly. of you on the wall. I don't think I got one. You That's just missed than it. a Hollywood star, though. It's true. If you get your face on that lobster wall, you're golden. You just missed it. You you now could get your picture on the, the, the norms on the wall, right? On La Cienega. Is norms doing it? Yeah. Or maybe they if, might do uh, it for we'll, you, we'll though. see how Goosebumps does. We'll see how Goosebumps. You have Goosebumps. Kung Fu Panda 3 just pushes me over the edge. I'll be up on the Norm's wall. When's, when's Goosebumps come out? Goosebumps comes out, uh, uh, when do you think? Halloween. Oh, oh, that makes sense. When else? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Kung Fu Panda's gonna come out, uh, on Christmas. Nope! Because of Star Wars, we moved it to January. Just as good. That's Just fun. as good. Well, yeah, look, it does. Oh, look. The kids don't know the difference between December and January. The kids don't care. No, they just want to when see. When it the, comes, they don't like. I want to see that now. They just want to see uh, the pan Poe with the pandas back again. That's what they want to see. Yeah. So with the brink, yeah. talk about heroes. Yeah. You started with with uh, Tim Robbins when you were just a, you know, a a boy when you started with in Bob Roberts. Now you're like, hey, you what's, know, that, what's that like? Well, it started even before that, if you must know, when I was like, I think I was 12, and I went on an audition for a play because I wanted to be a real actor when I was that young. And uh, and he was just graduating from UCLA, mm-hmm. and he was p- directing a play that I jumped in. So I actually, me and Tim go back to the uh, to the early 80s, believe it or not. That's crazy because he was, he was, uh, he was still not the Tim Robbins that be, that w- everybody knows as Tim Robbins yet. But he was, he had well, a head start had, on you. He though. was to me. Yeah, he had already been on an episode of The Love Boat. I don't know if he had already done Howard the Duck, but he'd done enough things where I was like, this dude is 
famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I remember just thinking he was a god, not just because of the things that I he had done on television and film, but just because like he was listening to music that I didn't understand. Like I have a very vivid memory of him of him blasting uh uh what what you call it the uh, uh talking heads. Sure. I just thought he was the bodhisattva. Yeah, because you're now you're just like you're just you're trying to you're you're probably a sponge at that point looking for because somebody to take you to the to the next place. I did, yeah, I, I yeah, but uh, yeah, it wasn't until uh, about uh, yeah ten years later that uh, that uh, things really kicked it. Mm-hmm. In the overdraft, because mm-hmm. I, then I joined the Actors Gang Theater after I dropped out of college. And, uh, and then he directed his first film, Bob Roberts, and that's when I got my first movie was, uh, off of, off of that. Yeah, yeah. I started at the, in that. Yeah, and you did also did that other movie with him, which nobody talks about, the, uh, the Cradle yeah. Will Rock. That's right. And I also had a little part in Dead Man Walking. I've been in all the movies he's directed, all mm-hmm. three movies he's directed. But yeah, Cradle Will Rock, that was a big sprawling epic about the olden days with mm-hmm. Orson Welles. And it was actually a cool historical movie. Yeah. Nobody Pretty talks bad. about that movie. It's crazy. How come people, how come there's a conspiracy not to talk about Tim Robbins? epic movie cradle will rock i don't know i think we might be turning the tide right now on it though you know what other movie leonardo dicaprio adores the film really it's yeah it's a good movie talk about that i haven't seen it in a long time but i remember liking it a lot um you're also in mars attacks when you were uh that's true which is one of my favorite movies i remember seeing that in In my in my early days, yeah, yeah, Tim Burton gave me the nod, gave me a little bone. Yeah, and I, you know, what he somebody said once uh, that Tim Burton said once in a, in, a, in a thing interview where he was like, "There's a," uh, he was watching like he has like a cut of the movie with no Martians in it, like no CGI in it. <laughs> I would want to mm-hmm. see that. Could you imagine what that must look like? Everybody just <laughs> acting against nothing. That'd be the that'd be the greatest movie. That would be a fun thing to release. Oh, just what? one night only. <laughs> just one night. Seriously, one night, $100 a ticket. It's $100 a ticket. You get to watch Jack Nicholson act, again, like, arguing with a nothing. Like, he's just yelling at nothing in front of him. You're running through a battlefield getting shot at by nothing. Everybody's fighting. Jim Brown is fighting nothing out on a – he's just punching the air out on the – out on the tarmac. It's just called attacks. <laughs> yes, just attacks. That would be. Oh my God! Look, after you spring the uh, the Brando tape, yeah, th- then you're gonna have to spring this uh, this CGI free version of Mars Attacks. So you have your work cut out for you. I do wish I could take a go in a time capsule and get into that acting class. So, because oh. I do think Marlon Brando is the greatest actor of all time. Yeah. And that's, the, yeah, that would be, that would just to have him just talking about acting 
And then that dude who did uh, American History X showed up dressed like Osama bin Laden at one of the things. Did that go down? Yeah. Tony no K. Yeah, crazy. He like just showed up. It was, and it was like, it was like three weeks after 9-11. This guy's shown up dressed like Osama bin Laden to an acting class to freak everybody out. Whoa. And I think Brand, Brando bounced uh, him from the session. I'm telling you, I gotta I get my Sean hands. I heard Sean Penn would wander into those sessions too. Oh. I mean, the thing, here's what proves it though, that Marlon Brando's the best actor of all time. Yeah. If you look at films, before Marlon Brando started acting, like mm-hmm. before his uh, streetcar, whatever the first movie he ever did was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the acting was uh, kind of affected. It had that that certain kind of cheese. See? They didn't all sound exactly like that, but they all had that that sort of like... Um, it's like radio. They were talking like they were on radio, almost. Exactly. There was just the, the, No one was really real. Until Brando hit the scene, and then it was like, "Holy crap! That guy's not even acting; he's just a real guy." Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, seems like, like an, a crazy, weird yeah. acting revolution. Yeah, seems like an uncaged gorilla was caused all of a sudden. Like, and then after, after he started, yeah. everyone started getting real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was the before and after effect of his realness. Well, that's what it's like to change. That's what it's like to change the world. You know. That's what it's like. That's what happened you, after the best show. You know what it's no like. You look in the, the mirror. You know the. You know what it's like to see that looking back at you. <laughs> so, so what's Tenacious D? What's what is the 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 stat, status of Tenacious D? Well, you know, we put on a uh, a comedy music festival once a year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're trying to pull a, like a a Perry Farrell and start our own. Uh, comedy palooza, mm-hmm. if you will. Sure. But it's called Festival Supreme. Mm-hmm. So we're keeping busy with that. It's kind of actually getting in the way of uh, our next album because all of our thoughts and dreams and aspirations and and brain matter goes towards this fucking festival. Yeah. Which I love to do, by the way. I love to do it. It's uh-huh. a party and you you, mm-hmm. you work on it all year and then there's just an explosive, like, day of uh, reckoning. Yeah, yeah. But oh, um, It all comes down. Like, that morning, you wake up, and you're looking in the mirror. You're like, yeah. well, the next time I, my head hits a pillow, this went down already. Right? Exactly. That feeling when it's you're just gigantic. like, this is the last morning I wake up before doing the Festival Supreme. Next time I go to bed, <laughs> it's in the rearview mirror. Exactly, and it's coming soon. It's October tenth. That's going to be but, huge. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy. That thing's huge because it's just we invite all of our favorite people, and they come on and they do whatever they want, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, it's just a fun. It's a fun way to do a show. Mm-hmm. But um, we have plans for another album. Okay. We have very specific plans. We have a very specific theme and a very specific sort of like direction we want to go but mm-hmm. we've written zero songs okay so look for that somewhere around 2020 probably uh, okay you'll get it. you'll get it look you'll get it don't go be nice to yourself maybe 2018 be nice to yourself Jim. if we turn on the over thrusters yeah just like a cheetah right 
You got to be like you got to go. I'm dying to tell you what it's going to be. Don't. I love it. Don't look. But I, I can't. As much as I, I want to know, I don't want to know. I don't want. You know what? You no. know what it comes down to. No. I want to know. Yeah. I don't want these listeners knowing though. That's the thing. I want okay. to know, but that's we'll, when we'll okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. You can. You and me. When I see you. Yeah. We're about to New Jersey, are you exactly? Right outside uh, New York. That's all I can say. Right on the right on the edge. We 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 straddle. Are, are you near Passaic? Something something like that. Yeah. Capital Theater. I did a movie in Passaic. You did. You did. Yeah. You I did. Uh, uh, Be kind. Rewind. Yeah. Yeah. Michel Gombe. Yes. You were you were on the streets of Jersey. The guy who screens calls for yeah. me, AP Mike, he uh, he lives in Bayonne, and all he talks about is that uh, that uh, War of the Worlds film there. And he he once he saw Tom Cruise eating at a uh, he saw him eating a, a burrito, and he stared at him through a window. <laughs> like that's what they do there, and that's. Uh, because the guy who did Game of Thrones, <laughs> guy who did Game of Thrones, George R. R. Martin, grew up in Bayonne, and Tom Cruise filmed War of the Worlds there, and that's all they talk about there. And there's also well, a guy. That's all they need. Yeah. Well, that's look. It's enough to get by. Got the guy who wrote Game of Thrones. Yeah, but he look. He, Come on, that's special yeah, enough. He got out of there as fast as he could. Did they have a flak or a bust up yet? No, I think they ran him out of town. I think that was the kind of guy who got picked on when he was there, and now he'll never go back again. Yeah, he'll go for the unveiling of the bust of the glorious statue of yeah. him sitting on a throne. Then they can all pick on him. for that. Right, when he gets there, then they're just like, then they give him another wedgie, one final wedgie when they get him back there, right? <laughs> Finally get him back within the Bayonne city city uh, city borders. Well, you're back. Get ready for a wedgie, uh, George, just like when you were nine. You'd have to be crazy to give George a wedgie now, with the followers he's got. You see these animals in Bayonne. You you clearly you clearly have not been to Bayonne. I've not been to Bayonne. No, a lot of tire fires. A lot of tire fires. <laughs> you ever see that movie Judgment Night? No. Remember Judgment Night when they it was Dennis Leary was a gang leader, and then they had the the the. Their their RV, they were in their party RV, and they got stuck in, in like a bad neighborhood. Are you that's sure you're a, not thinking of Demolition Man. No, that's Stallone. That's Stallone and Snipes. Yeah, but Dennis Leary was also in there. He was, and he was also a gang leader. Who was the star of? Uh, I got to find out now, real fast. I'm not gonna look. I'm not. First of all, I'm not gonna take all your whole night from you here. I, you're <laughs> you're a busy guy. But I uh, I got to tell you who's in uh, Judgment Night. Let's see here. You're probably right. He was probably getting typecast as the leader of a gang. Let's see. Judgment Night. Did I spell Judgment wrong? Oh, boy. I'm, I'm dumber than I thought. I think you might be thinking of Judge Dredd. Now, here we go. Emilio Estevez. Cuba Gooding Jr. Boom. They were driving. Four friends on their way to a boxing match get caught in heavy traffic, so they take a shortcut in order to get there faster. Unfortunately, it leads to them witnessing a murder, which leaves them running for their lives. So they're, they they see a murder from their from their little RV, and then Dennis Leary's chasing after them. 
and he's smoking chain smoking the whole time. Yeah, he's yelling about Cindy Crawford and chain smoking the whole time. He goes a little <laughs> bit out of character. <laughs> um, now, I wonder if he uh, if he throws some puns in there, throws some one liners in to break the tension. Yeah. He just stays the heavy bad guy the whole time and never breaks. Look at this cast. Estevez, Gooding, Leary, Stephen Dorff, Piven. Damn. Man, that's a, that's when movies were movies. That's, that's when, a can't-lose scenario. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of can't-lose scenarios. Get the farm on that opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> You look. You know, I I know you, know, you got a book. Estevez uh, had some tasty ones though. He, I I loved uh, Repo Man. Repo Man. I just watched Repo Man two weeks on. ago. I just watched that two weeks ago. Yeah. Harry Dean Dude. Stanton, all sweaty. Oh, that guy sweats it in every movie, up. right? It holds up. Every movie that hey, guy's sweating. Not many really good uh, movies that really have the punk rock vibe aesthetic and soundtrack. No, Repo man is one. That is one. That's got it's legit. Repo man is one. Got the circle jerks in that yeah. thing, and you got yeah. Harry Dean Stanton. Looks like he was just judging a, a, a chili contest. He's sweating so much. <laughs> was he fresh off of Paris, Texas? I think that was right in like Harry well, Dean's like. Yeah, he's on a tear. Right around that time, you ever do a movie with Harry Dean Stanton? No, no. I'd love to get him in. Uh, See if you get him in uh, Goosebumps. Maybe shoot something real quick. Tacking on like it, those. You know, we still got a couple months. Yeah. Do it like those uh, like the Marvel movies. Scary right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, hey, I think I have the scariest character for all of Goosebumps. Harry Dean Stanton as himself. He's going to just play himself in this thing. And suddenly Goosebumps has an R rating. <laughs> you're you're in front of the you're in front of the uh the review board trying to get it down from an NC17 to an R. You thought you did a kids movie. <laughs> oh. Well, look. I I know you're busy, Jack. I appreciate you taking the time out to be on the show and it's my pleasure. And uh, anytime you want to call and, and uh, goof off, you, you the door is oh it's an e- eternal green light for you. And one, oh, one really? final thing I wanted to ask you before I yeah we did a me. we did a thing last week on the show where we had a lawyer on the show who was we were yeah. presenting things from movies where we're saying like hey what would the real life crime that this person committed in this be like what would like Ferris Bueller like what did he do well he stole a car. And he did this, he did that, and then the lawyer was like, yeah, he'd be looking at, you know, uh, 12 years in jail, you know, so, for all these things. Uh-huh. <laughs> One movie that got brought up was your School of Rock got brought up. Yeah. In terms of, now, get a load of this. If your character was a Dewey, Dewey was the character from that? Yeah, Dewey Finn. He would have been charged with false pretense... And first degree kidnapping. Oh, yeah. And the lawyer said, what do you think the sentence would be for your character for that movie? Death penalty. Well, very close. The lawyer said, literally, life in jail. You would be... 
Your character would have been in jail for life for kidnapping a classroom full of children and taking them off campus. Dif- yeah. Different angle on the movie. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really let me off with a slap on the wrist. <laughs> Because the kid sounded. I don't know how I how I how I got out of that well, that tight situation. It's because the kid sounded good. I had to rock good. my way out of a tight situation. If the kids were terrible, you would have been in jail for life. If like you were not good at rock, yeah. then they would have been. Then it would have. They would have thrown the book at you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh my God. So that's a good. That's a good factoid. Yeah, it was crazy. This lawyer was unbelievably funny talking about these things that. uh you know, weekend at Bernie's, dragging that corpse around. They're dragging that corpse around all weekend. Yeah. The lawyer said, yeah, that would not be, unless they exhumed the corpse, there's not much I could go on here with that. These guys would probably just get <laughs> six months in jail at best. <laughs> and they were dragging no a body problem. through parties and putting hats on his head and everything. Six months in jail. But your character, life in prison. Yeah. So. <laughs> it makes sense. It does yeah. make sense, yeah. So that felt like we were really breaking some major major yeah. rules. You were posing as a teacher, falsifying yeah. documents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, look, I, I, The Brink is really funny. I think The Brink is great, and Thank it's you. coming back again. So I guess that's Appreciate next it. year, yeah, right? Yeah, we've got another season. Yeah. yeah. So people we, we get another crack at it next yeah. year. And people can watch that on HBO and then the later in the year, Halloween, they see goosebumps and then the when two thousand fifteen becomes two thousand sixteen they go see uh Kung Fu Panda three. Dude, yes. If you got little ones, mm-hmm. line them up. That's line right. Line them up for the J B theft. Right now. Get outside that theater now. <laughs> So, yeah. and then if you're in uh, California, L.A. Festival Supremes in October. Even if you're not, you might consider visiting come in. Los Angeles October 16th. It's yeah. going to be that good. It is. Who's that? Just it's throw some names special. at people. Throw some names at people. to. to... We've we got Mystery Science Theater reunion. We've got Kids in the Hall reunion. we got we got Amy Poehler going to throw down. Okay. we got... Uh, Kristen Shaw is mm-hmm. going to be incredibly funny. Yeah. We got Guy Antwoord, this unbelievable, uh, rap act out of South Africa. Yeah. They're the we ones got, who, they're, they're uh, the ones who turned, they turned Chappie into a, uh, uh, they're the ones who messed with Chappie. Right? Exactly. The Darkness, gonna throw down some English rock. That's wow. Also funny. We got, uh, an old punk rock outfit you might be familiar with. By the name of Rocket from the Crypt. Oh my God, that's awesome! Uh, they 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 rock extremely hard. Awesome. Dan Deacon gonna yeah. tell the audience what to do. He's good. Um, we got Tenacious D. They're gonna do a full live jazz set. A full jazz um, set. You ever hear this guy uh, Puddles the Clown? Puddles I've heard the party. I've heard the name. He's uh, like eight foot tall. Okay. White face, a traditional clown. Comes out mumbly, very depressed, mm-hmm. and then he sings the most heartbreaking opera you've ever heard, and it shakes you uh, to your soul. I have seen that. Yeah, that that's puddles. Okay, all right. So this is uh, there's too many people. I yeah. can't remember. There's Look. like 40, 40 amazing, but it's a whole day of like yeah. best of us. 
Well, that's fantastic. People can, people should go to that if they're out there or not, not out there in October. Yeah. Wow. And if I'm out there, I'm expecting a little quality time with TJ in the TJ club. Don't worry. We're coming. We'll, we'll get it going. You and me. Maybe, uh, some barbecue. It's, what, what is New Jersey known for? What's the cuisine that, that people always say, ah, oh, you gotta try the New Jersey Arby's. Short ribs? Arby's. What is it? Arby's. Arby's? Yeah. Our Arby's is our, are a little better than the rest of the country. It's a date. Well, I'll meet you there. Um, a big beef and cheese. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm salivating already. Right. Well, I think that you, the, the, right now, paparazzi in LA listening to this, they're putting two and two yeah. together. They might <laughs> want to get outside that Arby's on sunset with the giant hat. <laughs> Get a nice a couple a couple snaps of Jack Black at the oh drive-thru. Not since, yeah. Yeah. Brangelina at Mickey D's has there been such a scoop. <laughs> oh, oh, well, Jack, I, I can't thank you enough for calling and, and talking. It's so much fun. The pleasure is mine, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we were I'm talk- going to take you up, and I'm just going to start calling willy-nilly. You, please. You, around. you do whatever you want. But are you always recording? Is that how it works? No, we do. All, you're always broadcasting? We do the show every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night. Any Tuesday night you find you're sitting around, you just call. We'll pick up. Okay. That's weird, because zero people have called during this session. No, oh, I got to. I'm, I'm not. I would... I would be welcome to call and interrupt your next session. You next do Tuesday night, whoever that might be. Whatever it is, you do. You have a lifetime pass. Can we say who it's going to be next Tuesday? Who's well? Who's going to? I'm figuring it out. I can't say who's going to be here next Tuesday. Oh yeah, we we can't talk about. I don't want to tip. I don't want to tip it yet. No, that's like yeah. It's just like it would be like that's you like giving me. out the tenacious yeah. D concept. You can't do it exactly. yet. Exactly. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that. That could actually get a lot more listeners listening. Yeah. Why would Why would I want that? It's going to be on next Tuesday. Yeah. Why would I want that? <laughs> Let's keep it down low. Well, you know, you know, it comes down to it comes only. comes down to I want to make sure that they're actually going to show up is what it comes down to. I I don't want to start throwing names around. It's like, yeah, I can't do that. And then everybody tunes in listening, and then it's a giant goose egg. Wondering where, uh, dude. Yeah, I know how you feel. Yeah, well, did it go back? Did you ever throw a party when you were a kid and nobody came? No, no, I never even had that the wherewithal to throw a party. When I was like nine, I threw a Halloween party. Nobody came. Oh, I was just sitting there all sad in my Gene Simmons costume and <laughs> the bobbin for apples, just sitting there alone. And then my my friend uh, from across the street came, but he doesn't count. No. He's he's Rodrigo from across the street. He's got to come. Well, look. He had to come. At least you got more shots. He ate freely, and his costume was way better than mine. Lisa had dad ate freely and Gene Simmons. Yes, sitting around looking for Paul Stanley and Peter Chris to show up. Staring at soggy apples and just, ugh. You know. Lisa, Those are the times that shape us, my yeah, friend. Yeah, exactly. You looked in, you did, that happened to you, and you said, never again, right? Never again. <laughs> A life of comedy. I laugh yeah, at my yeah. misfortune. They'll love me. They're going to love me. They'll be begging to get into my Halloween party. <laughs> 
But still, when Halloween rolls around, there's this pain of anxiety yeah. that hits me in the middle of the night. Well, no one's coming. Yeah. Well, you know what? One way to get no past that. Coming. One way to get past that. If anybody has a similar story, they should probably go see Goosebumps. Right. That's a way to well to get past. Thank that. you for bringing it around. <laughs> to get past that. It's the that. only way to heal the Halloween blues. Yeah. And if the holidays are a little rough on you, you got. Uh, Sure, you go see go see the Star Wars movie, but then you just also make sure you're going to see Kung Fu Panda three. That's yeah, because uh, yeah. when January rolls around and you got that holiday hangover, mm-hmm. there's no antidote like Kung Fu. Yeah, KP. I'm making myself sick. KFP three. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna. I, I gotta stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Look, you All have right, fun. Tom, have fun Tom, camping. I'll talk to you again soon. Talk to you soon. You take care. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. See that, Mike? That was fun, right? Just goofing around. You know who else I like? I like Jack Black. I also like John Wesley Coleman the Third. Oh, yeah. John Wesley Coleman, the third from the album. The Love That You Own came out on Burger uh, either earlier this year or late last year. What a great album. I love it so much. Name of that song is Wish the Night Could Be Longer. Burger Records is great. John Wesley Coleman is great. He's in The Golden Boys. That's one of the all-timers, man. How'd you like that Jack Black uh, conversation, Mike? Right? I know a few things any of you liked. Free the freedom. I love how one guy... I saw one guy on uh, on uh, Twitter going... Remember when Tom freaked out when Big Ben Matt Walsh cursed in the... T- yeah, I had the FCC on my back. You think I got like, like I was just doing it because I, I like uh, getting twisted? No, calm down, guys. And first of all, Matt Walsh, uh, I couldn't be better with uh, Matt Walsh. Yeah, Mike, guys like that creep on Twitter. Man, there's a lot of whiny people out there, right? A lot of whiners. Enough with the whining. My friends, please allow me to tell you right now about the internet and how difficult it is to build a website. Oh my goodness. You know how hard it is? I try to do anything on the web. I got it. Next thing I know, it's uh, nothing's working and I'm uh, begging people for help and everybody's mad at me and then, then they, um, I'm paying more than I should. But I got ideas. I want to get them out there on the web. That's all I want. I want to get them out there. It's tough though. It's tough. 
I don't know, coding? Coding. Like, I'm, coding? What am I supposed to do with this? I don't know nothing about it. All I know is I got my things and I want to spread them around. So thank goodness for Squarespace. If you're trying to get your own website up, they're going to help you uh, put something up that looks good and works well. Whether it's of a business site, portfolio, restaurant, whatever else you need to promote. They make it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful websites that look professionally designed regardless of skill level. And they also look great on every platform. Millions of people entrust Squarespace with their website. And you can put your trust in them too. The ease and simplicity. 24-7 online support. Beautiful website for $8 a month. You can even get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. So seriously, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Start your trial period right now with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code BESTSHOW to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the best show. Squarespace. It's very nice of them to sponsor the show. We appreciate it. Thank you. And I say to you all, squarespace.com, offer code BESTSHOW. To get 10% off your first purchase, Squarespace, build it beautiful. Tonight we're trying to get AP Mike verified. Hashtag verify AP Mike. Hopefully Twitter takes note that AP Mike has no blue check next to his name. Look. Are there lists that Mike's name has checks next to it? Yes. There's plenty of lists. Right? Right, Mike? Neighborhood watch lists. Likely suspects. His name's got more checks than he would know what to do with on those. But he needs the check where it matters most. Twitter. I don't know anybody at Twitter anymore. I used to know a couple people. I know no one there. Let's get this dude verified. Tell the powers that be over at Twitter. It's time for them to honor a true American. AP Mike. And again, I tell you, my friends, on the West Coast... Sharpling and Worcester are playing live. We're doing a show in Seattle at Numo's. At, uh, that's on August 27th, Seattle, Washington at Numo's. The show in Portland is sold out. You missed out, you snoozed, and now you lost. But Seattle still got tickets. San Francisco, the Great American Music Hall. That's on Thursday, September 3rd. Tickets are available for that. And Saturday, September 5th, Los Angeles at the El Rey Theater. Tickets are available for that. You go to StereoLaughs.com slash tour 
to find out all about those tour dates. I just flew in from, uh, I was in California. I just flew back in. Uh, took the red eye last night and got in and then slept a few crummy hours of sleep at home. Sure, it'd be nice if uh, someone, uh, you know, it'd be nice if I could remember how much uh, I hate the red eye flight. I always forget. I always think I can make it work somehow, but it don't work. You ever fly a red eye, Mike? Once. Not good, right? You're on that thing. Trying to, you can't sleep on there. Thankfully, this flight was like under, uh, uh, un, it was not full. So people could spread out a little bit. I flew Virgin America. And as I was going to Los Angeles, who's on my flight? Well, none other than Tiki Barber. I went through security with Tiki Barber in front of me. Very exciting. Football superstar Tiki Barber from the New York Giants. Guy who quit right before they won the Super Bowl. Smart move. He retired a year early so that he could work on the Today Show, and then that job flamed out, and he didn't get a Super Bowl ring. And Michael Strahan has everything that, that you know, Tiki Barber thinks, so that's all his. I also saw Kamal Kamal Nanjani on the flight. That was a great feeling, him sitting in first class. Yeah, I gotta go past, uh, you, you sure look comfortable up there. Oh, I'm sitting next to the, this, uh, to this woman and her, uh, her eight month old baby. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah, have fun up there, Kamal. I guess that's that, that, Meltdown money that he's got. Him and Jonah Ray flush with that meltdown money. When do I get my hands on this money? God, Jonah Ray, a guy like Jonah Ray now. Swimming in cash. I'm almost at the, I'm at the point where I walk backwards into a movie theater now. I want to see Mission Impossible. I walk in through the exit backwards. Was Mission Impossible good? I saw it in Los Angeles at the Cinerama Dome. Which, every movie's good at the Cinerama Dome. It's like this enormous movie screen. It's so big, it's curved. You see it. I had a lot of fun watching it. But I don't know if a lot of people with these... There's five of these Mission Impossible movies, and like, I think I've seen all five. And every time I see one, I'm like, oh yeah, these are the characters in this thing. I haven't thought about any of these characters since the last since the, since the last movie ended but it's enormous this franchise Tom Cruise he's riding a motorcycle in it very exciting he's fighting people jumped into a, a whirlpool swam around drove a car for a while Fought some dudes. I liked it. I enjoyed it. 
Yeah, I gotta get. Yeah. Look, it's bad enough Jonah Ray's got stacks of money. Kamel, not so bad. I don't fault him as much as the Jonah Ray type. Uh, but the idea that, that that him or Manny from Modern Family could buy and sell me, I don't. I'm not. That's not sitting well with me. I got to figure something out. I got to get my like that U2 podcast where they got U2 to show up on it. Where I got to get one of those things going, right? I can't do it with the Sanford and Son one I was going to do because they're all dead. What am I going to add? Esther's going to show up. It's 130 years old. It's very exciting. We have uh, Red Fox's uh, grandson here. Uh, yeah, he never met Red Fox, but he's on the show tonight. He's going to be on my Sanford and Songs podcast. But this U2 one, they get U2. U2 actually show up. Unbelievable. I gotta figure something else out. And Virgin America has like the, the first time you fly it, you're like, ooh, this plane's so, so crazy. It's got the, these crazy lights. And then the safety video is super fun and high energy. You fly five times in a short period of time, you're just like, Oh, what does the lights really have to be purple on this thing? I have a headache. And this safety video is driving me up the wall. Cause it's like a super catchy song. The song for the thing. I think I have it. Uh, let's see. Do we have it queued up? I think we do. Oh, gotta shut the theme off. Now we can hear. Listen to the, you're on the plane, you're getting ready to take off, and then this is like playing. Right? It's fun, right? It's different. It's like mo- models dressed as flight attendants dancing. Meanwhile, I go on the flight. These, like, the passengers on this are, like, super attractive. And, like, I'm on the, it's like, looked like it was an, an Ed Asner convention was arriving. Myself included. This is a fun song, right? Yeah, well, hear it. Look, this woman's underrated. I know she gets a lot of flack from the, for, from the safety video community. But it goes on for another 45 minutes. Like, it's still playing when the plane lands. That video. Oh, so. Yeah, and I didn't sleep, and I got up. To, flying back, I, 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 I got up to, like, throw out some trash. And it, I had my own row to myself now. It was, it was shaping up all right. I moved to an empty row. I step away from the row for, like, Four minutes is being generous for the amount of time I stepped away. I come back, there's a guy asleep 
across all the seats in the row. Like, he turned it into a bed across all three. It's like, how did you do that this quickly? Like, I wouldn't have been able to, like, lift the armrests to lay across them, let alone he was, like, out already. Like, he was asleep. I actually had to grab my stuff from under the seat in front of me and then go sit somewhere else. Man, I'll tell you one thing. Los Angeles to Newark, that flight, you can definitely tell who lives in Los Angeles and who lives in New Jersey on those flights. That is not hard to figure out who's going home where on those flights. Yeah. It looks like it's uh, people who got were cast in a Alka-Seltzer commercial. They're going back to New Jersey. And that's what made me think of the topic tonight. Okay, I'm sick of this now. I like that video just fine. I like this Virgin America just fine. It was so much fun. It was... And look, it's still better than, like, United or Delta. Look, they're all terrible. All these airlines are terrible. And then I think about the idea that Manny on, on Modern Family just is probably flying these, like, chartered planes, right? Trust me, Manny ain't getting yelled at because he's not putting his shoes in the tub fast enough at security. Don't you know who I am? I'm Rico Bleepin' Rodriguez. Just slaps a TSA guy across the face. So Sorry, Mr. Rodriguez. Let's see how you like it. Makes a guy go through the on the screening belt, right? Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. It's Harold. How are you? Harold. Oh, I didn't get to email you back. I'm, I'm glad you called, though, Harold. I'm glad yeah. you called. This is Harold. And he has some sad news to tell everybody. Yeah, I do. My bar in Greenpoint Boulevard Tavern is closing after uh, 10 years. Uh, we're closing on August 30th. Um, have to throw in the towel. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry it's, to hear it's, that. It's a, yeah, thanks. It's, it's just it's a very tough business. And we just it, it just was not sustainable anymore. Um, increased competition in, in, in the area, uh, increased costs, and uh, just a changing demographic. Um, most of my, many of my regulars have moved out to other neighborhoods, and mm-hmm. it just it just became uh, un, unsustainable. Yeah, and you know we're very sad. But. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. It's a really great place. So. And yeah, you, you I, 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 I was there, and then you told me all about the history of everything, and it's really cool, and it's it's too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. Thanks. It's just it's a tough time in New York City for mom and pop businesses. It's, mm-hmm. it's just uh, you know difficult. But I, uh, you know, I'll move on. You know, and uh, you know, maybe Massive Tavern has an opening for me or oh. something. I don't know. <laughs> they maybe, maybe need an uh, events manager. Maybe maybe you bring masses to to Brooklyn. What about that? Well, well, you and Mike, awesome. right? Yeah, <laughs> I would love that. What do you think about that, Mike? Yeah, Masses BK, right? Masses BK. I and, think Brooklyn's ready for it. Yeah, suddenly Mike brings those. <laughs> uh, Mike brings that crew, the Masses crew. 
<laughs> across the bridge, right? Mm-hmm. Trust me, it, that it crew, would be a shot in the arm. That crew starts going across the bridge. Some, some, uh, some, some like well, there's barriers that'll shoot up that'll block that from happening. Some sort of uh, <laughs> alerts will go off. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I I, think... I, Harold, I'm very sorry to hear about that. It's, that's a, that's very sad because it's clear your bar you put a lot of work and and care and love into it. So, um, yeah, but you're you're not done. Next, no, there's another. You got a few more chapters still in your book. I think so. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. You'll figure it out. But, but you know, we were part of best show history, so I, I wanted to just announce to your listeners. You know, uh, we will be around for another three weeks if anybody wants to stop by and say hi. Stop by the Boulevard Tavern. Yes. And say hi. You'll be there. I will be there. All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Hang in there and let let us know what's going on next. We'll get the word out. I will. Thank you, Tom. Right. You take care of yourself. You too. Uh, thanks. Bye bye. Maybe next time. It sounds like he's calling from a vine, uh, LP, right? What was that crackling there? When you see a movie now, it's like seeing a movie in a theater is like listening to vinyl because like. The crackles uh, on vinyl is like dummies in the theater making like low level sound. Right? They, they are, they are pops and crack, crackles. Some dimwit. There's a guy behind me at Mission Impossible like explaining the thing to, it's like, it's like, explain, what are you explaining? First of all, if you want to try to totally figure out the plot of this movie, you can't because it's impenetrable. Just, just remember, Tom Cruise equals good guy, and uh, guy in the turtleneck uh, equals bad guy. I think you're going to, to, to want to stop the, the guy who talks like that. You're making a very interesting attempt at stopping us, Mister Hunt. Anybody who says Meester in in a movie like that is a bad guy. Anybody who looks like Tom Cruise is a good guy. That dude, that dude does his own stunts, though. Look, that guy's as weird as the day is long. God help anybody who's working with that dude. But you know what? He goes in, gives it. Testament. Might go. Might head over to the Scientology Center. Get a little bit of that mojo myself. Maybe that's what I'm missing, right? Head over there. Hail Zenu. Let's do this. I just go to the center. Let's do this. Come back out. Bunt, 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 bunt. Start doing my own stunts on the best show. Guys, look, it's just a, it's just a, all it is is just, it's just a, it's like, it's like, they're like classes. They just help you. It's just a structure, guys. Come on. Seriously. What's wrong with you idiots? Best show, you're on the air. Hey, uh, Tom Sharpling. Oh, I know who this is. Uh, I can, I can peg it's this Michael one. Michael K. from Pittsburgh, PA. Yeah, I know. I, let me just say something to people what? listening. Yeah. This guy on the other on the line right now. He's a rock star, straight up capital R, capital S, rock star. Yeah. I he's in a band called the Cynics. I saw this guy play about a month ago. 
and he's up there. He's playing New York. He's up there on the stage. Here he comes, Michael K. from the Cynics. One song in, this dude falls off the stage, and as it was a high stage, he goes head first onto the hard concrete below. Yeah. And he is out like a light. And <laughs> so then the first, I the first thing I did, I sprung into action, and I was like. How much of these, how many of these Cynics records at the merch table are super limited? Because I think this guy's going to be dead. And That's what Greg is hoping. I was like, what's the rarest stuff here? And I bought it. And then I was going to like hold up a newspaper next to it and get like a picture taken. Like this is when the merch was bought. Mm-hmm. Look, ideally you would have been in that picture too. Mm-hmm. But then you got up. And you were on your feet. Mm-hmm. And then I saw those records going down, down, down yep. in value. I ruined your investment. No, I was so worried when I saw you fall. <laughs> you were unconscious. But then, like a rock star, you get up. You got blood pouring out of your face. It looked like you were in the, the, uh, looked like you were in the, the Rocky Horror Picture Show or something. Mm. The, and then you get back up, or you go out, they check you out in the ambulance or whatever it was, the EMT vehicle. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Then you come back in, and you're back up on that stage playing, mm-hmm. and you were going for it. You were get, you were going for it, weren't you? You felt it then. Look, it's nothing to be proud of, Rusty. That's what I thought. when I Look, Tom, I was so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. It was not only the first song. It was the first night of the tour <laughs> during the first yeah, song. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to take a little hop here. And then there were these really mm-hmm. those strange halogen lights that I was first introduced yeah. to in Europe. And now uh, U.S. clubs are using them. They're kind of blinding. But then there's also what you call a snake, if people don't know the... Um, the, what do you call it, the parlance or the, uh, they, where they plug all the microphone cords and stuff into this box in front of the mm-hmm. stage. And they, uh, unfortunately, sometimes put it in between the monitors. My foot got entangled in it, and bam, all I knew is like, and it was not even just the first song of the first night of the tour. It was the mm-hmm. first verse. Mm-hmm. I think even the second line of the song, yeah. and kabam, I was like down on, a, on, the, on the concrete floor. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this can't be yeah. happening but yeah it's so various reports say it was out for between five and ten minutes yeah. but uh i was actually i was actually taping I, I probably didn't want to tell you that i was actually taping that show mm-hmm. and have you heard the audio of it yet no well listen to i this. heard that i started like after five minutes i heard that i started trying to sing the song again but well i do have it let me hear i want you to just hear the moment i hope this is not too okay. painful for you all right trip through it's a small world pretending i was a u.n interpreter that was the audio of you you were singing a song about it's a small world do you want to hear yeah, it again? i think so yeah trip through it's a small world pretending i was a u.n interpreter because we wanted to start off you know slow and easy there were so many luminaries in the audience that uh, yeah, you uh you, uh, you, you, uh, I was worried. You took a full face plant. Well, um, I've been injured a lot of times on stage, and that mm. goes up in, that's definitely in the top ten of, uh, of the ones that, uh. Top that ten? Were, uh, what else could have been worse than that? You were unconscious. 
Well, yeah, no, there were there were worse ones when um, uh, urethra was broken in Spain and stuff. There were there were there were other what ones. What happened? Yeah. Hold on. What? For, let me just qualify with this. I don't want to know how it happened. No. Just tell me what happened. Well, it's a really long story, but um, but to make it really short, um, I did kind of a accidental split when someone grabbed my ankle mm-hmm. and an accidental split on the side of a metal flashing of a stage and it mm-hmm. cut my urethra and I was in hospital for like about a month and then Whoa. about two months recovery and there was there was a lot of blood coming out of my uh, unmentionable parts yeah. that was just oh, uh, boy. well thanks for uh, disregarding when I said I don't want to know how it happened I appreciate oh, okay. you I appreciate you well, you wanted to know that. what <laughs> what happened <laughs> so you're okay now you're okay oh yeah well yeah yeah you know i'm always like a little bit sore and stuff but mm-hmm. it was a great tour we got to play with dead moon again mm-hmm. maybe their last tour ever we got to reunite with mud honey alex white from white mystery dj force in chicago there were a bunch of cool new bands we played with like uh you know jared from um, black lips his yeah. brother's band jonas Jonas oh, okay. uh, Twilly, we played with his band Black Linen in uh, in Atlanta. But the most, the, the the greatest thing of the whole tour was seeing you and your better half in uh, in Brooklyn. That was just so awesome to see you. And I was just so embarrassed. Like mainly, even I mean, I was sore for a really long time, and I'm still kind of sore. Yeah. But uh, I was just mainly embarrassed. You know, I'm like, oh my goodness, don't this stop be it. Oh, stop. But, no, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what else is going on? Mike's Mike's giving me the signal. He's saying he's, he's, he's waving. He's saying I'm I'm going to shake him off though for for the time being. I'm going to shake him off. I that yeah, I'm going to feel you have uh you're you're working towards something here. We're working towards a new record, you know. We're always uh, doing that. Mm-hmm. And uh you know what, Tom? What I'm always thinking is every time after every one of these tours, and sometimes even after every night, you just mm-hmm. think, oh, I just can't do this anymore. Exactly. I want to yeah. quit. I want to mm-hmm. quit. But there's something called a lifer, you know? Mm-hmm. And you yeah. just, like, after after you just decide that you're going to quit, then all of a sudden you get that itch again, and you're like, ah, mm-hmm. okay, let's just keep going. Couldn't, couldn't, yeah, just, can't what stop. else am I going to do, you know? It calls you, right? Right, yeah. The news calls you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you get back up on that stage. Yeah. Well, I am glad you're okay. I, for one, I know it's not every the way everyone feels, but I am glad you're okay from that accident. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're on my side. Yes, then, I am. At least. So, <laughs> no, thank you so much for course. coming. It was like an honor to have, well, uh, to have you there. You, tr- you, you truly did bang your head if you're saying it's an honor that I watched you play. Take well, care. You take care of yourself, buddy. Take care of okay. yourself. You too, Tom. You know I love you. I'll talk to you. I love you too. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take Bye. care. Bye. Best show. You're on the air. Hey, Tom. How's Wait, it going? Did I just say I loved him? What? Is that Dudio out there? How'd you make out with your Hummel figurines? He bought 324 Hummel figurines in a parking lot tonight. In a out of trunk deal, uh, who, 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 who am I speaking to now? Hello, hi, you're on the show. Caller, hello. Hi, yes, yes. What are you? Hey, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I oh, had it on right. mute by accident. Oh, that's this is uh, Corey from Long Island. Corey from Long Island. 
How's everything going tonight? Ah, it's going all right. What's going on on Long Island tonight? Not a whole lot. I'm We're driving around. No, what not cranking tonight. zebra. You're cranking that zebra I gotta, album. I gotta be up that in one zebra two hours album. For work. You gotta be up in two hours for work. Yeah. What do you yeah. do? What are you a night watchman? No, I I, uh, I work for the government to a degree. Ooh, tell me more. I gotta not, hear more nothing, about this job. Nothing too fancy. Uh huh. What do you do? Uh, I work at the FAA. The what? Federal Aviation Administration. Well, can you do something about me having to get yelled at by that guy at LAX for not getting my shoes in the tub fast enough? That's kind of what I do, actually. Really? You yell at yeah, people? Sadly. I don't yell at people. Let's hear your rap. Let's hear your rap. Let me see if I can do. Let me see if I can do your rap, and you tell me. Okay, everybody, no liquids. If you have a bottle of water, either finish it or throw it away before you get, you cannot bring it through security. If you are wearing shoes and you are not a senior citizen, you need to take them off and put them on the belt. Uh, laptops come out of the bag and need to be in a separate container, a separate tub going through the thing. If you have a Kindle or a, uh, or a Zune, or an uh, an Amazon Fire that can stay in your bag. Um, please uh, have your tickets out. Empty your pockets. How's that sound? That's uh, right on the button. Sadly, <laughs> sadly, <laughs> that that's right on the buttons. So that's you at the airport. That's you. Um. Yeah. To a degree. What airport? That's- what airport? Well, it's give us a thrill. J- it's close to JFK. Oh, it's okay. Jeepers! If we could only figure out which one was close to JFK. Who's? Yeah, no one. Who no one are some? Who it. are some of the luminaries who pour through that airport? Who, whose hands you've shook? And uh, said, no one. I, I haven't met anyone famous there yet. Who? who uh, Andy Dick? Who? Who have you seen there? <laughs> who I wouldn't probably acknowledge Andy Dick if I saw him uh-huh. walk through. George R. R. Yeah. Martin has he ever come through? No, no, yeah. Too busy writing his his next book, I guess. Uh, Dean Norris from from Under oh, the Dome and yeah. Breaking Bad has he ever made his way through? No. I kind of hope he's still trapped under the dome. I heard that the I see I swear, and I'm not saying this. I I, I they do they're doing like these network uh, uh, little seminar things now where they're talking to the press. Yeah. It's, they and they CBS said uh, yeah the dome comes down in season three. They just announced. Uh. It. The dome comes down. So are they going to be able to handle the outside world once the dome cracks? I guess that's what it's going to be about now. Then they're going to go, hey, remember that dome? Remember we had that dome over us? Yeah. What was that? Remember that? Boy, that was nuts, huh? We had a dome fell over us. It'll be the dome people and the non-dome people. Do they have to get, like, tattooed to show that they're dome people? Well, that's just weird. Who have you met? Seriously, give me, give me, give me some 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 star power here. Give, give me some some glitz and glamour. Help help get the best show on HuffPo tomorrow. Um, well, I could tell you someone famous I've met, but you'll it wasn't never that believe. No, I want to hear your job. Just at your job. Literally, um, no one famous. No, no baseball player has ever come through. Oh my goodness! My, Look who that is, co- Dale Barrow. Coworker. Uh, met Kenny Mayne a couple weeks ago. Your coworker met an ESPN, a third tier ESPN anchor. Your co, yeah. you, you missed it. I missed it. I you were where? Where were you at the? You were at the the Phillips Crab uh, thing and the thing of uh, New England clam chowder. 
It was one of, well, probably one of those mall-like pizza places. Corey, you missed it. Where were you? I was at Sabaro. Getting yeah. $11 slice of pizza. That's my impression of you, by the way. No offense. I was right. at Sabaro getting... You missed it. Kenny Maine came through here. What? No. Next thing you're going to tell me, Colin Cowherd came through, and I missed it. Well, he's jobless now, so he he might be coming through sometimes. He might be coming through with a with a resume, right? He might be working next to me one day. Who knows? Yeah. What if you saw that? What if you saw you're sitting there looking at the X-ray machine, right? And you see a bag come through, and somebody wrote it, and you read a note. It says Corey sucks. What if so? You saw that, right? I'm stopping the belt and I'm checking right? the guys. If it just I'm said giving them the full treatment. If it said, "Hey, Corey, you suck." Right? What would you do? That? What would you do? Right? I'm calling my supervisor, and we're giving him the full, the full search. Uh huh. The full and what? The full search. The full search. What are you, Archie Bunker? Get off my phone. Best show. You're on the air. Hi, Tom. It's the Gregulator. Oh, look at this! It's a, it's a. We're getting them all out of the way tonight. We got uh, Michael K from the Cynics. We got the Gregulator. Who's next? Captain Jack on line three. Is this? Uh, um, I don't know who could be. Who could? Who could elevate for me? That's that's an improv term. I but I've never even done improv. So well, here's, I don't know if I'm using it right. It ha- just like Haley's comet comes through once every eighties eighty years. The Gregulator calls and forgets to mention who he's related to within the first 40 seconds of the call. So it had to happen one of these days. This is the brother of Chris Gethard, comedian, uh, TV star Chris Gethard. And uh, yes. what are you, you, you dining dining out on his name somewhere else? Yeah, um, I don't have um, – I, I, um, I actually lost his uh, MasterCard, his Diners Club card. Um, I, I couldn't find it. I was uh, going to uh, the Revel, the remaining, the last Revel customer on the Chris Gethard show account. You were, and, you were, you, you were looking to, be, you were looking to play that final, that final uh, uh, game of uh, of blackjack at Revel. What happens yeah, also I, when a casino goes out of business? Are they just is everybody just gambling and suddenly they just go, boom! All the power just goes off like. Like, like those slot machines flicker, like when you're unplugging the Christmas lights kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, what is that like? I guess I don't there's know. only. Never, yeah, we can I, find out at every other casino in Atlantic City yeah, once that goes under. It's, uh, it's, it's been uh, two weeks since I think the last one closed, so we can, we can get down and dance on the ashes of whatever. What, I don't even know what ones are left. Tropicana? Is that one still there? Yeah, the Trop is still there. Don't, the Trop is don't, still don't, there. Don't All be right, ridiculous. Good. Good, good, good. So I was calling because I have something for the topic, something uh-huh. I am over. Well, the topic was not the topic was not who is your famous sibling. It yeah. is uh, okay. I'm sick of this now. Yes, I'm sick of this now, and I am sick of soccer. Uh, in particular, I'm sick of um, uh, American soccer fans who cosplay. Like they're in uh, uh, that uh, book uh, Among the Thugs. If you know that book about like soccer hooligans, like um, I don't know if you saw over the weekend, but in uh, in Newark there was a there's apparently hooligans now for the two New York Major League Soccer teams. With the Red Bulls, the Red Bulls have hooligans. 
Yes, the Red Bulls have a hooligan group that apparently called the Garden State Ultras. No. And, yes. And no, this a, you're you're making. Hold on, it, the Red it, Bulls. But even, there's an even worse thing. Is is there's a new team, NYCFC? They play at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. They've been in existence since March, uh-huh. and they have hooligans who invaded the Red Bulls hooligans bar. Well, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, there, there's a video. There's a video of these uh, of these uh, the NYFC uh, uh, nitwits riding, like walking through the streets of Midtown, mm-hmm. singing like these Irish fighting songs, Irish drinking fighting songs mm-hmm. that substituting like like uh, Galway, but with Bronx and things like that. And it shows them going on the path and just singing these dumb songs on the path all the way to Harrison, where they get off to go to the Red, Red Bulls Arena, the legendary Red Bulls Arena, uh, built on top of eight super fun sites. The, um, the Red Bull Arena, which I see from the highway, yes. it looks like it's a bouncy castle. It looks like it's like... It looks like somebody, if somebody untethered it, it would just go into the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we would, and like, it'd be one of the things, like, um, uh, like three kids received major skull fractures in 30 mile per hour winds after mm-hmm. it was, like, untethered or whatever. Yeah, it does look like that kind, that kind of, uh, uh, contraption. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, but it, it's like, uh, it's like enough already. Enough with that, like, like, like when, when American sport, like, soccer fans, like, go out wearing those scarves, like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like, did you, did you ever wear, uh, ever see anyone wearing, like, uh, a Nick scarf? You, you know, like, you really, like, what are you doing? Like, come on, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, uh, sensibly old enough to vote. Why are you wearing that out in public? The you only, know, you know, like, the only person you should wear a scarf for is if you're like duty or you're some Doctor Who, uh, fanatic like him. He's it's scarf fashion. Oh, I've never seen Doctor Who. I didn't it's, know it's, scarves it's, it's, were it's prominent. The, 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 D, 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 DW4 wore a, a scarf. Tom Baker. Oh yeah, I, that, I don't. I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. Should I? Is, um, Here's the his, I, Let me okay. Let me explain the history okay. of Doctor Who. It started in 1910. The first okay. Doctor Who was played by a 90 year old man, and by all rights, the show never should have gone past him. Somehow it did, yeah, sounds, and it was right. and it was replaced by a guy who looks like uh, John Hamm's uncle, like John Hamm's. Uh, well, he's got half of the that good blood line in him, but another half that's not. Third okay. Doctor Who was like a weird uh, silver fox dude who was trying to who was ripping off James Bond, and he somehow just, Doctor Who's driving around a, a Lamborghini, because uh, because the because his his vehicle the TARDIS, which is a phone booth. Uh, a British phone booth was being held captive because some some general in the uh, royal uh, army has the keys. Literally, has the keys to his phone booth. So, because okay. he can't have the keys to his time traveling phone booth, he has to drive sports cars all over the place. The fourth Doctor Who is uh, Tom Baker, the curly headed dude from Night from uh, 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 Revenge of the Body Snatchers. Um, okay. And he wore a giant scarf that a lot of Doctor Who fans still wear, including Dudio, aka Hudio, wore okay. wear. Um, the fifth Doctor Who was uh, was like a handsome fella, right? The sixth Doctor Who was everyone's favorite. He was the Doctor Who who looked like uh, 
like he would be on some sort of list of uh of uh sex predators and he wore like rainbow clothes. He looked like uh looked like he got dressed in the if the power went out in a in uh in a warehouse that had just like uh like Mork and Mindy memorabilia in it. It looked like he got dressed in the dark in that factory and then started traveling through time. And okay. then there's okay. eight other doctors and they're finally now the guy from uh, in the thick of it plays the doctor and he just curses at everybody. Okay. Um yeah, I, that sounds like um um something I'm uh, I I might be as interested in Doctor Who as interested as I am into Major League Soccer. Next week's uh, show. No, no offense to do hey. now, you know, but, or anything. Just you know, I I'm like talking. dumb dumb garbage okay. as much as anyone else. But you know, that, that's not my scene. Hey, stop talking. Tom's okay. talking now. Um, no offense, <laughs> Greg. And I've spent. By the people should realize I spent a lot of time with this guy when, when his brother, Chris Gethard, who, if I don't say that, it's like not watering a plant for you. Um, yeah. He uh when when Chris got married, you were uh we you and I hung out a fair amount at that wedding. You met my dad. Met your you dad. Met my mom. When I and when I met your dad, I was like, "Hi, uh my name's Tom and uh I uh, and he's like, "Oh, hi Tom." And uh I said, "Yeah, I do the radio show that your sons are involved in." He goes, "Oh, yeah. oh." He and he looked disgusted at me. He's like, "Oh, that's you." Yeah, and then pretty much walked away from me at that point. Like pretty much turned on his heel, and he looked truly disgusted that I've just been the creator of so many problems in both of his son's adult lives. Yeah, that he yeah. has like you know it's like like uh you know if he hears us talking about like uh because I was kind of when when I was in the stu- the old studio with my brother I was uh, spending. I was kind of living with my parents for half the week, mm-hmm. and you know, like my, I was like, "Oh, I'm going now. I'm hanging out with." Tell, tell everybody, Gregulator. Yeah. Tell everybody the logic that you arrived at in terms of your work situation, so everybody can just get a look into into like yeah. if, if you've ever wondered when you see a house that like the how did the wiring get like this? Because somebody builds one thing and then they build another thing on top of another thing, and that's how this this house turns into like a like a tinder a potential tinder box. You had the employment equivalent of that going for a while. What was your yeah, situation? I, well, I I was uh, in my my um, my uh, day job. I'm a, I'm an, an energy journalist of all things. And um, when you get hired for the most prominent trade publication in the energy industry, you don't turn it down. Um, and so I had to commute from Philadelphia to Midtown Manhattan for work. And uh, it was like oh, a no. you know, three-hour train just, ride. I just – Greg, Dudio yeah. literally came in wearing the Doctor Who scarf and acted like he was checking <laughs> equipment. He should act like an MLS fan and like sing um, Doctor Who lyrics to uh, Flogging Molly songs. You know what we're going to do next week? You know what we're going to do? Three hours of recasting Doctor Who next week. That's the topic next week. Oh, does that mean I have to uh, to get uh, sped up then? No. Do what I do. (laughs) Yeah. Do what I do. Read about it for uh, five minutes and act like you know more about it than fans of it. Yeah. But, uh, Tom, can I... Be able to say... No, you can't. You're driving me nuts. Best show, you're on the air. 
We were at his TED Talk all of a sudden. He's moving from theme to theme. Let's get some, some, some women calling, please. Can we? No offense to you, uh, young man. You sound like a, a five-star uh, caller. Ladies, please call. Uh, no more dudes calling now. Ladies only. No more dudes. Ladies only. Welcome to the show. Hey, Tom. What is your name? It's Old Kev in Denver. Who? Old Kev. Old Kev. Oh, that's right. You called a, a while ago, right? Yeah. Old Kev. And what was the what was the the the, the circumstances about you again? Uh, I gave myself a nickname, Old Kev. That's right. What's up, Old Kev? Well, I actually had a nickname-related question for you. Uh, my know. brother and sister-in-law had a baby a few months ago, and they're struggling to find a nickname for him, and I was wondering if you had any suggestions. For the baby? Yeah. All right, tell me about this baby. I can do this. He's uh, four months old. Right. His name's John. Uh-huh. He's, uh, he kind of looks like a mix between Winston Churchill and, like, W.C. Fields. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What do you like? To, what do, what do, what's the first thing that pops into your head when you see him? Uh, I tried to go with Worm, but they didn't That's care for terrible. that one too much. Yeah. Geez, <laughs> gee, I wonder why the parents didn't go for old Kev calling their kid Worm. He's kind of wormy, though. I figured it fits. Old Kev, I'm stripping yes. you of your nickname, Old Kev. What? Your nickname is now Worm. Oh, man. We're going to see how you like it. <laughs> I'm serious. Your nickname is now Worm. All right. Because where do you get off? You're calling a four-month-old Worm, but you're Old Kev. I, I think I thought Worm had kind of a charm to it. Now you're Well, let's find out. Worm. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's see how charming it is, Worm. All right, point taken. Right? So, Worm, what else would what what else comes to mind when you see this kid? Well, I've been going with John Boy, like from the Walton. Uh-huh. But it's like, I, I think there's something better out there. Yeah, yeah you're something right. You're right, Worm. Worm, there's definitely a better <laughs> nickname out there than, than John Boy. Why don't you call the kid, uh, uh, Let's see, Cheech. No, that's not very good. Um, let's see, Slappy. No, I don't. Um, Tex. Where Where are they from? Are they from Texas by any chance? No, Nebraska. Nebraska. Call the kid. Uh, what was? What about Dern? Because Bruce Dern was in the movie Nebraska. Dern. Yeah. No, hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah. Why don't you call the kid uh uh Mickey? No. Wait, what? Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. Hmm. He, but he doesn't have like Michael or anything in his name. Just okay. go for Mickey. Just throw that. What on. is his name again? John. John. Oh, J Dog. J Dog. Right? right? Yeah. J Dog. Dog. Call him J Dog. Right? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And I hope his first word is, hey, worm. <laughs> like he just looks at you and just goes, he just goes, hey, worm. <laughs> what do you think about that? Uh, that would bum me out so, so much. Yeah. 
Or you know what he should be called? Young Kev. Young Kev? Yeah, Young Kev. Old Kevin, Young Kev. No, Worm and Young Kev. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you've got to watch somebody go on with the Kev handle because you just, because you tried to name a four-year-old, a four-month-old Worm, it has been taken away from you. Nicknaming is well, a privilege, not a right, Worm. <laughs> Will young Kev become old Kev at some point then? Yes, of course. Well, I kind of like that. Just like Second Worm generation. will become old Worm. At some point you're <laughs> going to be old Worm. Right? Uh, I guess so. All right. All right, Worm. Have a good night. Best show, you're on the air. Old Kev and young Kev. No, Worm and young Kev. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Hey! Hey! Tom! <laughs> well, well, yeah. Ah, uh, yes, hello, sir. Uh, I'm giving you a call in regards to uh, hippies. Hold on once. What, what's your name? Oh, this is Patrick. Where are you calling from, Patrick? Oh, Virginia. Okay. Um, hey, the so phone. Just was, a, let me just say. Uh, out in the... Goodbye. You're... Best show, you're on the air. Hi, this is uh, Steve from Chicago. Steve from Chicago. Let me just say, Steve, Steve uh, before we pick it up here. Ladies uh-huh. only from this point on, 201-332-3484. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no sorry. don't worry. No, you were on You were on hold already. The floor is yeah, yours. What's uh, up? I, I just had, I don't know, I just had a thought, an idea. Chris Gethard's brother called. And I'm sorry, were you guys talking about soccer hooligans, like, in America? Well, he was. Yeah. Uh, like, because I live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just don't see soccer hooligans really making it in, like, tough, tough cities like yeah. Chicago or Philly yeah. or St. Louis. Well, I don't Chicago's know. not a tough, tough city. That's a little overstated. Which which one? Chicago. That's not – Chicago's not a very – it's not it's, – We're not – okay, no, no, we're not – no, we're sweet. We're not We're not tough, tough, but, like yeah, – no. But with sports and stuff, yeah. like, uh, we, we, we might push it over the edge a little bit, I think. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You just – you guys – no one, no one would just like, 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 like if soccer hooligans came into like a baseball bar and tried to mess it up. No, mm-hmm. it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. Yeah. You know, that's just my thing. That's all I wanted to say. You know, sorry, ladies can come horn on in. I apologize. Chicago, this is, this is the problem with, with, uh, no offense, you Chicago sports fans, especially you Bulls fans. If, <laughs> you, you guys don't understand how basketball works at all. No offense. You, Michael Jordan, skewed uh, your your appreciation for anything having to do with basketball. You'll never understand what an actual basketball team looks like ever again, and you keep thinking everyone is supposed to be Michael Jordan. You so, know, I I do kind of agree with you. I do think that a lot yeah. of parents, players, players you know, do yeah. feel that way. Yeah, unfortunately, exactly. no, no, no. Oh, well, everybody's no. supposed to be Michael Jordan all of a sudden, but you, you, <laughs> you know. You got you got one of them. Stop being greedy. Get off my phone. Okay. Are these all ladies, Mike? Good. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Emily. Emily, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Austin, Texas. Emily from Austin. We've talked before, right? We have talked before. What's going on tonight, Emily? I'm calling because I'm tired of something. I think that's what you're taking calls about, right? Yeah. Although you wouldn't well, know it with that last batch, the only thing I was sick of was that batch of callers. 
I was too. That's why I had to call. Thank you. Well, look, don't go too hard on them. They were trying, but I was well, sick was, of them. Right, I was just being agreeable. I appreciate uh, it. So, what are you sick right. of, Emily? Oh, well, I got two things. Um, I'm gonna. The first one is this song, this popular song. Um, it's by a guy. His name is The Weekend, but he doesn't spell it like The Weekend. Mm-hmm. He spells it W E E K N D. Yeah. He's Canadian. He's mm-hmm. friends with Drake. And he has this song called um, I Can't Feel My Face. Yeah, and no, I it's know. Pretty I, good, like, it's a pretty catchy like mm-hmm. dance song, mm-hmm. but I just don't understand why he can't feel his face. And, well, it's because um, he's zonked out of his gourd. On what? Take your pick, right? No. Whatever no. he's doing, ketamine. <laughs> I don't know what this guy's doing. Horse tranquilizers. I mean, and he's like having a really great time with a girl because he took some horse tranquilizers and he's like dancing and he can't feel his face and now he feels very sexy. Look, we, to be fair, we have not heard her side of the evening. That's my point. Right? You ever talk to somebody yeah. like that? We're having the greatest <laughs> time ever. Really? We are? No, you're That's having the greatest saying. time ever. Yeah. yeah, she's not having fun at all. It's probably like... He's talking about five different ladies. He can't even tell that it's different people. And what and can I ask you a question, Emily? You ever see this soda commercial with uh, with Drake in it when he's like, he like it's like they have to like bl- like do that bleeping out, you know, like on a, on a hip hop song when you just like they they blank out part of the thing with the cursing. It's like, yeah, this guy's got a, a, a Sprite commercial. You really couldn't have picked a, a song without cursing in it for the Sprite. You got to have that hat. It's like. Huh. How hungry is this dude for like street cred? He's just like, I cursed in my Sprite commercial. Yeah, well, we maybe it. he was like, you know, I'll only do the Sprite ad if if you bleep out parts of the thing. Yeah. Oh, that guy. I was rooting for that other dude. Which other dude? Meek Mills. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had a fight or something on yeah. internet. Yeah, I saw something about that. I wanted him to win the rap battle. But he didn't. They had a rap battle? Yeah, he lost because Drake pulled out all the heavy hitters. Like other people? He pulled out. It was like he got like all these people to show up at the thing, I think. like I wasn't paying much attention. I think he got like Kanye West showed up, and then I think um, oh. Brian Cranston was there. and Cranston? He just got all these name people to show up. Yeah, he was. He was very rich. Bernie Sanders was there. Yeah. Yeah. Weekend at Bernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Stewart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Drake's got a lot of pull. He did, yeah. Yeah. You know what I think of when I think of Drake is that little bird on the uh the crimpet not the the, the, the crumb cake box. I wish that dude nope. wrapped. You know what I mean? Don't you wish that little nope. bird wearing the chef hat wrapped? The original Drake. I don't know if we have that here. You don't have you don't have Drake's cakes down there. No. Mm. <laughs> what do you have down there? What's I don't like know, a what's a and... what? No, no. What's a snack cake you have? What's a snack cake we have? Yeah. Uh, just you know, normal uh, Hostess or Little Debbie's. Well, see, Little Debbie's would be is weird up here. We don't Little Debbie's is like. Uh, Little, the only way we get little Debbie's here is if a truck tips over as it's driving down the 
down the uh, turnpike on its way to you guys, and the little Debbie stuff spills out all over the road. Where is that coming from? Canada? I, I don't know. It's like smoke. It's like smoking the bandit, but with 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 snack cakes. And they're going slower. Yes, they're bringing a tractor trailer full of snack cakes down to Texas. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they fall over on the turnpike. And it spills over, and then everybody runs out and starts eating little Debbie snacks. <laughs> well, look, Google it, uh, uh, okay. or start page. I start page it. I'm gonna tell you, start page it. I'm shifting off Google, man. I'm going to start oh, page. What? Start. Oh, okay. I like that. Um, I am googling it right now. Start page it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I see this. Uh, the, the bird that you're talking about. Yeah, right? you know. And I imagine think him Drake rapping. Wear this. What? Imagine that bird yeah, I... rapping. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> yeah, especially if he keeps a little spoon, the little wooden spoon in his hand. Yeah, and maybe he has that little orange scarf tied around his neck. Yeah, that'd be cute. Yes, yeah. it would be really awesome if that. If you're at like a show and then he came on stage rapping. Who wouldn't want to see that? I would. Well, it's basically the same thing. Emily, thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. Have a great night. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. This is Sarah. Who? This is Sarah in Jersey City. Sarah in Jersey City. That's right. What's up, Sarah? I had a couple of questions for you. One was, now, I can't feign ignorance to this anymore because... I listened to you explain this to somebody the other day on the show, but I had always kind of, because, I mean, I listen all the time, but sometimes I'm doing other things and I'm not the best with paying attention. I had always thought that the nickname Dudio had something to do with the Phil Collins song, Susu Studio. <laughs> well, Sarah, let me just say this. I did not come up with the nickname. I don't know what he was thinking when he came up with his own nickname. I'm sure there's some Phil Collins component to it. But you think there's a Phil Collins component to it? I do, really? yes. I was actually relieved when I heard you explaining it to someone else who, I can't remember who was your guest or someone who called in, but you were like, listen, you know, no, he built the studio, he's the dude. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. No, but I'm sure it's, that's look, that's primarily where the nickname came from, but Dudio would probably admit that there's some he loves the the word play of Dudio sounding like Susudio. What is Susudio? Do you know what that is? I just realized that I've listened to that song maybe a million times in my life and I've never thought about it's somebody's name? No, it's a it's a you don't know what it is? No, I've not I'm not familiar with a Susudio. <laughs> it's a me, it's medicine. It's actually it's actually a, a something Phil Collins is on. <laughs> that it just it, it, it it's medicine that prevents you from making good music. It's actually he was prescribed that in 1975, and he it, pretty much you have to take it for the rest of your life apparently. <laughs> and the side effects include making tons of money, and and hair loss. Have you heard any of the other? Phil Collins lore, because there's actually quite a bit of Phil Collins lore He's out there. He's super into, like, collecting stuff at the Alamo. Did you ever hear that? 
I've not heard that, no. <laughs> that he collects, like, Alamo memorabilia. But I was writing about I was writing about the song, I Feel It Calling in the Air Tonight. Oh, I no, that song. I Look, I know all about that. That's a famous legal. That's a, legally, that's a famous, like, there's a lot of legal precedent for that. He Dude. was, he was performing a concert. No, it started off, he was walking down uh, along some water. And then saw someone murder someone in the river. And then he's playing a solo show. And then who does he see front row but that guy? And he was in the middle of one of, he was in the middle of You Can't Hurry Love. And he stopped the band. He said, wait a minute. And then he pulled some sheet music out of his pocket. And he's like, play this and gives it to all the band all the charts for everybody in the band and they start playing he starts singing right to that guy and then at the end of the the show it's the murderer right it's the murderer yes the murderer is there phil collins writes a song on the spot the first time i heard that song somebody told me the, the, the lore about the song somebody told me that it was a song about Phil Collins watching a guy watching yeah. another guy drown. That's what it was about. That's what I just said. <laughs> but not that the guy was a murderer as much as he just watched somebody drown. Which no, I the guy think. did. The guy did it. The guy was. Re- the guy was uh, responsible. If you follow that Seinfeld Good Samaritan law that got them thrown in jail for the rest of their lives. Right. Well, that's where we got to get your lawyer involved because you know legally, I'm not sure. But if look, you're... I'm telling you the truth. He sang that song. At the end of the show, the guy turned himself in and has been in jail since that. And then Phil Collins went off and recorded that song, and all the proceeds from that song go to the the drowning victim's family. It's so weird because I listened to the lyrics of the song, mm-hmm. and the lyric is something like, if I saw you drowning, I wouldn't lend a hand. And I thought, surely... <laughs> That's not what that entire that entire convoluted story does not. I mean, it, it made sense as metaphor to me. Not that the you know, but Phil Collins has come out against any, having had anything to do with that. So maybe he's not willing. Well, he to can't talk now. Now he can't own up to it because he's embittered that he doesn't get any. The song's made so much more money than he ever thought it would make. This other family is so rich. Now, because of the money they made off that song, that it just drives Phil Collins crazy, so he denies any version of that. All right. Well, that seems... Look it up in your law books. I'm going to look it up on Snopes. I'm going to Snopes that to make sure that's a true thing. Snopes? Yeah. That's that's what you go to anytime you hear garbage on the internet. From 11 years ago? Anytime you hear a rumor from the early two thousands, that up. site's not still I mean, up. That's a rumor yeah, on stuff. So you type in Snopes and you say, "Is Snopes still active?" And it says, "No." False. <laughs> False. Snopes is done. Right. Okay. So I have another thing for you, which is I wanted to call in last week with a question about a show, the legality of a show, but I didn't get a chance to do it, and that would be Columbo. Yeah, every single How? case Columbo ever proved was overturned in court. That's that. That was my assumption. Just that the way that he, like, most of what he does is probably entrapment. 
But what a lot of the time what he does is he leads the person all the way to confessing in front of other law enforcement officials to where they go, well, you got me, Columbo. I thought I could just, uh, I thought I could be uh, a big shot for once in my life, but I killed my brother. And, I would question whether or not that was admissible. Oh no, court. no. Number two one, months, two months after that, they're not that person singing a different tune in court. He doesn't. He doesn't read their Miranda right. Yeah. And no. based on how they prosecuted the O.J. Simpson case with yeah. the way that they collected the evidence, mm. I would think the way that Colombo collects evidence yeah. because he picks up evidence and he yeah. moves it. Yeah. Like every time you go to a scene, you yeah. see him and he's there and he's smoking a cigar on yeah. the scene and getting yeah. ashes all over exactly. everything. What Columbo does a lot of times, though, that you don't see on camera is he goes, he gets the people the way they got OJ on, like, that sports memorabilia. Like, he gets wow. you on something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of, like, the way they got gangsters on Yeah, like that magician, kind of- like that magician from the one episode, Jack Cassidy, he's in jail for something else. Columbo got him locked up. That case was thrown out with the trap door and everything. But Columbo yeah, gets remember- you on something else. <laughs> Most, like, I've probably watched all of the Columbos, and I remember two of them, which is, like, proves how useful watching television is to me, because it just completely goes, I remember nothing about it. I remember one Columbo Mm -hmm. where there was a film where it was a a guy that was using uh, subliminal messages in film. Mm -hmm. That's how he, like, he somehow murdered someone with subliminal film. Yeah. Do you remember that episode? I, I, I watched, I re- recently watched season one of Columbo again. And it had episodes like, uh, the one when Lee Grant was flying a plane all over the place. Remember that one when she like threw the bag of money out of the plane? It was like so stupid. I, I vaguely remember it. I remember I the remember. one, remember the one when, uh, when the woman just wanted to be pretty and then she like killed her brother. And then she started spending all the money at the company and being like a big shot CEO. And suddenly she was wearing like micro mini skirts to board meetings. Remember that one? And her boyfriend, kinda, her boyfriend was Leslie that, Nielsen. That one? Yeah. And I remember the one where there was one with Columbo went to a fat farm. That was. No, one you that made that one up. My... You made that up. No, he does. He goes to a fat farm. Mm hmm. And I don't know what he, like, they, they show him at one point, he's, like, trying to interview the lady. He gets on an exercise bike, and he's smoking a cigar. It's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Columbus, Still drives that beater. Drives that beater all over Los Angeles. Right? So what was, what was, uh, what was your idea for live vlogging? You were going to live vlog Sanford and Son? No, I'm not going to live blog it. I'm going to do a podcast where every episode Just- talks about a different episode of Sanford and Son. But I explain what the episode's about musically to the tune of the Sanford and Son theme. It's called Sanford and Songs. Yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that is but what it was. But it wasn't, it wasn't live vlogging. It was singing Sanford and Song. Yeah, which no. Obviously, but why was it, remind me why you can't do that? I got a, Quincy Jones sent me a cease and desist on the stream. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Because Apparently I was going to tell you, me out. If, what? if you wanted to use a show that has a lot of, uh, that has a lot of material. Mm-hmm. I've been watching Dark Shadows from the beginning, and I've heard you guys mention that a couple times. High percent, yeah. high high batting percentage on that show, in terms of great episodes, right? I think one out of every four hundred episodes is watchable at this point. Yeah, which would be considering there are over twelve thousand yeah. episodes. They, they, they no, no, I mean twelve hundred episodes. There's twelve hundred episodes. 
They filmed it um, every day. That's the thing that people don't it realize. Was on, right. It was on television for six to seven years, five days a week. Yes. So the it, plot moves basically not at all. It's kind of like watching. It would be like, you know, like watching the movement of the sun through the sky throughout the day is probably yes. more. That's um, more interesting tracking that. Yeah, all yeah, right, Sarah. I, mean, I got the phones are all lit up. I can, I, I would love to nothing more than to talk about dark shadows all night. But oh, okay. uh, I know that's big. We're we're doing so much. We're doing wonders with the with the audience who tuned in to hear Jack Black. Now they're hearing us talk about a uh, a soap <laughs> opera from from uh, fifty five years ago. So we're we're retaining all of them. I want to keep them interested. All right. Have well, a great night. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, who's this? This is Amy from Philadelphia. Amy from Philadelphia. Yes. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, well, well, what's going on? Are you familiar with the comedian Andy Kindler? So, but yes, a little bit. A little bit? Funny guy, right? I mean, I laugh. <laughs> wow, you can just say he's funny. You're like you're qualifying. Well, I mean, I laugh. Well, he's I funny. I laugh a lot, though. <laughs> you do laugh a lot. I do. Let's play a quick game of make me laugh. Let me see how fast I can make you laugh, Amy. Okay. Okay. Five, four. Are you laughing already? Not yet. I'm Not like yet. biting my tongue, though. You're biting your tongue. Okay. Let me see. Yeah. Three, two. One, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. That, you are the easiest. I said ready. <laughs> I've been told that I should be in, like, every comedian's audience because mm-hmm. I just laugh readily. Well, you laughed when I said, are you ready to play Make Me Laugh? <laughs> so what's going on tonight, Amy? Well, I was calling because, well, you said things that you're sick of. Is that the topic yeah yeah people are people are people are just saying the things they're sick of what what are you sick of um well i guess i'm kind of sick of like guys in phillies jerseys screaming all the time in general what the philadelphia hate everyone hates philadelphia is that the name of the soccer team down there (laughs) the philadelphia hate well that's a very accurate (laughs) name i could see why they called themselves that right it's the rival of the foal. That's what they oh, should yeah. change the name of the 76ers to, the Philadelphia Hate. Tonight, <laughs> yeah. the Miami Heat take on the Philadelphia Hate. <laughs> oh, and it's alliterative, too, so it works. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So the Phil, you're sick of the Philadelphia Hate that people have for the city of Philadelphia? Who hates Philadelphia? A lot of people. So I don't know if this is, like, national news or just within, like, the confines of the city, but... um. That Canadian robot, Hitchbot, yeah, got just dismantled in Philadelphia. Dismantled by the he was <laughs> he was touring North America, and then the robot right. makes a wrong turn in Philadelphia. Next thing you knew, he's got graffiti written all over him, and he's a pile of nuts and bolts. Right? Um, yeah, and it was like it's it was an old city, so it's kind of like the. More of like the party, like bro central part of town. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not that surprising. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm fairly supportive of destroying any robot 
that comes in with within city limits. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, trust them. I guess I, I think I have a good idea where Chappie Two should be set. <laughs> Chappie really, Two, like, Port of Call, Philadelphia, of right? I am Chappie. Yeah. I am in Philadelphia now. <laughs> and then it's here comes here comes Amy <laughs> and her robot hating buddies, right? We're gonna do I to you what we game. did to that other robot. <laughs> right? They got you got your yeah. markers out. You're ready to start scribbling all over uh Chappie's face. Pour some water on so, him. So hold on a minute. You said to me I'm sick of people hating Philadelphia. <laughs> but then 45 seconds later, you said that robot got what it deserved coming through here. It deserved to get smashed up. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm a true Philadelphian, I guess. Yeah. But the only thing they didn't do that robot is put him on a bun and cover him in cheese whiz, right? That's, a, that's what they should have gone all to give him the full Philly treatment, right? Oh, wait, but did you hear that, like, there was this video, this fake video. Of what? Assaulted. Wait, a fake video of somebody smashing the robot? <laughs> yeah, but it was, like, just some guy messing around. Like, it wasn't the actual video. Like, uh-huh. someone just wanted to be known yeah. for destroying this robot, so mm-hmm. they released this video to the local news networks, <laughs> which is even worse. Was that person from Philly, or was that somebody kind of smearing Philly? Um, uh, I don't know. Well, they were wearing. Oh no, who? What jersey? I can't remember what jersey they were wearing. They were wearing like, like a jerseys, right? A football jersey, but yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Right. Probably wearing yeah. that that uh, that one fun guy on the on the Eagles who was at that country music concert. Oh, Riley Cooper. Yeah. Who says bad words. Yeah. Bad words. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like him. So, so some dudes in Riley Cooper jersey saw a <laughs> robot coming through town. Yeah. I tell you, you one thing. This on Riley Cooper. You guys better watch. What's that? Can we just like pin this whole thing on Riley Cooper? I hope Chappie fights Riley Cooper in Chappie Two <laughs> Port of Call, Philadelphia. Wouldn't that be great? I would love that movie. Riley Cooper's trying to get in. He's seen, Riley Cooper is at a uh, Kenny Chesney concert trying. Wonders why the security guy doesn't know who he is at it. And then. Right. And then Chappie's the other security guard at it. And then he starts yeah. insulting him. And then Chappie. Uh, I look, I didn't see Chappie. I'm never going to see it. I didn't see... I didn't see it either, but I know it's about a robot. And it and had those Die Antwerp people in it. And I don't want to see that movie, The Gift. You know this movie that's out now, The Gift? Oh, yeah. But I, I want to... that you said you just want someone to reveal the I, spoiler to It's you. all I want is somebody to... I don't want to even do it on the air because people want to see the movie. Just somebody write me and just tell me what, what the, the exciting reveal of The Gift is. I'll go this weekend and let you know. No, don't see the. <laughs> no, this weekend there's better movies to see than the gift. You got to see uh... Ricky and the Flash. Ricky and the Flash, if you can get in, right? <laughs> I know. I heard if there's a line a around the corner. Yeah. You got to see uh, Man from Uncle. Oh yeah, no, I do want to see that. Look, all that star power on the screen. Wait a minute. 
Army Hammer and Henry Cavill are in a movie together? Good and, heavens. And Leah Sadu or whatever. Hollywood is back. I... <laughs> Hold on. How can the screen fit Henry Cavill and Army Hammer? Is there really enough movie screen for both of them? I don't know. <laughs> Only time will tell. Mm -hmm. But anyway, down there, you guys. So you realize your thing about the Philly hate is um, a Why little. Uh, what? No, it's, it's it just it just is. It just I is. Know. Say one thing, Andy it's Kindler now scared to come through. I was trying to, I was trying to maybe see if I get an Andy Kindler show on the books down there in Philly. Think after what they did to Chappie, what do you think they're going to do to him? <laughs> he comes through, right? Andy Kindler comes through, starts doing his thing about the Mash Channel. He's like, I try to watch Mash, and they got the Mash Channel. It's on everywhere, Mash. You know, they call me the uh, half a house tour. I'm doing the half a house tour. Ladies, you put your handbags on the seat. Imagine now he can't play Philly. Yes, he can. He's worried he's going to look at the audience and see a sea of people in Riley Cooper jerseys. No, those don't. Those people don't go to comedy shows. He better just hope Chappie's emceeing that night. Right? <laughs> Right. So, well, thank you for the call. You were a great caller. I appreciate it. Thank you. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, guy. What? Hey, guy? I said, hey, big guy. Oh, you, oh, that's, it's getting worse. Big guy. How, big guy, all right. How Ooh. about a uh, substantial human being? Even worse. Who is this? Okay, let's, let's, how let's, do I get out of this crash? Just time. say hi, Tom. Hello, Tom. You couldn't even say hi, Tom, but who's this? This baby from Vegas. Oh, you are, you just got, you just found the way out of it. Cause you're I a great did? caller. Yes, you just had to identify yourself. <laughs> Alright, now you're back Excellent. in the hole with your little oh, trumpet okay. flourish. What, uh, mm. was a coronet. Oh, to be fair, what uh, what's going on tonight, BB? I do have a contribution to the topic, and I've actually uh, wanted to discuss this with you before because your love of um, odd quality television is quite known. Quite known. Um, you familiar with The Walking Dead? Yeah, I watched the first season of it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm so fed up with that. They they're like. Uh, it's franchise time now, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Walking now there's a Dead show LA, called. I think is open. There's a show called Fear the Walking Dead, which uh, starts. It's going to be set in Los Angeles, right? Correct. Yes, I I think I used a shortcut there. Mm -hmm. Are you worried about the thing getting diluted? Is that what you're worried about? Um, <sighs> diluted. Like too many zombies? No, not at all. I think it. If it ha if that happens, I guess it will go away. I think I think I've had enough of that uh, flesh eating thing. Mm -hmm. Granted, you know it had its place. Um, it's it's like an industry in Georgia. It's it's like a it's a jobs program down there. Sure, it, it, look, film filming in general in Georgia is huge. Sure, it's big. I mean, I'm not all for that, but you go down there, you shoot your movie. 
get a big tax yep. break. Mm-hmm. In and out in a weekend. Well, not that quickly. In and out in the weekend. <laughs> what movie are we oh, shooting? Yeah, no, quality takes time. It does. You can't just go down and do Walking Dead in a weekend. No. So I don't know what are they. I don't know what they're going to do next. Maybe they start calling them corpse operas, and they use them during the day to sell guns. All right. This where I'm not exactly in? sure where you're coming from with this. So you you mean the show? In your opinion, is the show going off target? I don't watch it. Oh, um, not off target necessarily. It's um, it's just a uh, it's a glorification of firearms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I no, think that's really what it is more mm-hmm. than anything else. Look, I don't. I watched the thing, and it was just a zombie. T- people guy getting chased by a zombie, and then he ran into a jeep, and then the zombie jumped out of the back seat, and then he was on a roof, and there was a zombie, and then he went to a campground, and there was zombies, and then I stopped watching. Now they're just stockpiling weapons. Is that all it is? That just seems to be the focus, and if mm-hmm. they can't get to their guns. They're like, what are we going to do? we got to get to our guns. What about this? What do you think about this? We do a zombie show, right? Okay. Set it in Bayonne, right? Mm. It's AP Mike. He wakes up one morning. He looks out his window. He sees zombies walking all around, staggering, Right? Lifelessly, lifelessly stumbling. Don't, don't step on this. This Look, this is very obvious what I'm about to say. Just give me this one moment. He looks out, he sees them just staggering lifelessly down the streets of Bayonne, right? Mm -hmm. And then he starts fighting them, then he realizes there's no zombie attack, it's just Bayonne. It's just Bayonne. Yeah. Right, he realizes there was never any zombie thing going on. Yeah, that could be the title. But Mike is just running around. Not He doesn't have a gun. He runs around with one of those salt guns that you shoot at bugs. You ever see that? Uh, yeah, I believe I have. He's got one of those. Look, this is off the top of my head. They all can't be winners. You know, but you, you you do work well off the seat of your pants, and I appreciate Someone it. just sent me a spoiler for the gift. I'm going to read it right now, and I'm going to just rank. I'm not going to read it out loud. Let's say what I think of it. Let's see. One point during this movie is... From now on, I'll be discussing spoilers. Ooh, from this point. Okay. All right. High school. Ooh. That is a that is a twist. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. I know what I think it is. Hold on, baby. Please let me you finish got- reading this. Okay. Ba 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 ba. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's a more. It's a twist on top of twist. Okay. All so right. They weren't lying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
Okay, even a third twist on top of it. This movie. Wow. Chubby Checker didn't do as many twists as this movie has. Then we were this, if they were going to make this thing with this many twists, they should have had uh, Chubby Checker in the lead. I've never seen anything with this many twists. Now I know what happens, kind of, because I skimmed it and admittedly got a little bored reading about the twists. I lost interest halfway through the second twist. And I just know I will not be seeing the gift. You just saved yourself. Uh, that was the gift. It's been a long time. How much do they cost now? The gift I just got was not seeing the gift. That I was just given that by Maggie Sorota is her name. She's on Maggie. She's on Twitter. Apparently, her uh, she's got a verified check, Mike. She got it, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know who's impersonating her. I understand they're not easy to get. Well, we'll we'll see if Mike gets it. I what if they give? What if you look at Twitter and Mike's got a red check next to his name? Uh oh, what's that mean? Then you're just like checking. Boy, what's the red check mean? What does a red check mean? Yeah. Baby, I appreciate the call. Anytime, bud. Boy, you can pull those. You pull those things out, and you're the only one that could get away with them. God bless you, baby. Have a great night. Bye. And to you, sir. Thank you. All right. Best show, you're on the air. Hello?
Hello? Hello? Oh, no. I think that might have been El Chapo. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Was that El Chapo? He, he told you. Mike just said, yeah, that's what he told me. So it was El Chapo. Oh, great. Thanks for the heads up, Mike. Now I hope you get that weird red verified thing on Twitter. Red. Red terrified uh, check for everybody. Be troubled. 201-332-3484. Everyone's allowed to call now. Final call. Final call. Who's it going to be? 201-332-3484. And again, my friends, I tell you, people of the West Coast, Sharpling and Worcester are playing live at the city of Seattle, for starters. August 27th, Numos, Thursday, August 27th. The show in Portland, Oregon, sold out. Do not let that fate befall your city. Thursday, September 3rd, San Francisco Great American Music Hall. And Saturday, September 5th, Los Angeles at the El Rey Theater. Tickets are available over at StereoLaughs.com slash tour. And that's StereoLaughs, L-A-F-F-S dot com. You go check it out there. Buy your tickets. Do not miss it. The shows are fun. Best show you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Jacob in Philadelphia. Jacob in Philadelphia. I just wanted to say, I listened to your Hollywood handbook today while I was driving home to Delaware. Mm-hmm. Never laughed so hard in the car. It was wonderful. That's right. I'm on the, the podcast Hollywood Handbook on the Earwolf Network, home of the U2 show that got the U2 <laughs> Are you, are you a fan of the U2 show? Well, I'm a fan of... I'm a fan of the medium just succeeding. Sure. So when you were listening to this, how were you listening to it? Uh, uh, through, through my laptop open in the back seat so mm. I don't have to drive with headphones in or portable setup, huh? Not, not a good setup, no. Well, makeshift. Pull up <laughs> yeah, with that. Sure. Got that laptop playing in the back. You pull over, park, break out those binoculars, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I see what's happening. Sure. Start your start your routine. You try to fight yeah. the urge, but you just can't help it. Next no. thing you know, you're popping the trunk. Got your little step stool. <laughs> right? Sure. Your little step stool. I'm ashamed to admit it. Your, wear, your weird off-market Google Glass. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're staring in a window, aren't you? You dirtbag. Yep. Right, you dirt bag. You're right. You're right, Tom. Filthy peeper. I could tell driving around with your little car with the laptop playing in the back seat. A little portable. <laughs> you got a portable action, right? Yeah, I'm pretty embarrassed by that. I guess that's a pretty dumb thing to do. A ro- roving peeper. Roving but, uh, peeper. Great. It's great to know these people have driver's license. I don't know if you have a driver's license, though. Who knows? I doubt peepers do. 
Oh, so you refer to yourself in the third person now? Get off my phone. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, the best show has come to an end. Please get your tickets to see Sharpling and Worcester live. And please join us on Reddit tomorrow. Boy, won't this be regrettable. Ask Sharpling and Worcester anything. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't know what to... Oh, I was going to play Mike Kroll. That's right. Wait, do I have anything I can play by this dude? I only think I got unreleased stuff. Can't play this yet. I'll throw a conniption. I'll have to pass out. Blinded with rage. Play something the public ain't supposed to hear yet. Hmm. Who's good, Mike? Who should I play? Mike don't know. I can't. I can't, Mike. I wish I could. I wish I could. But I can't. Let's see. Hold on. I'll find something here. Ho, ho, ho. Maybe I'll play that. Eh, maybe I won't. Boy, this is the best part of the show. Thanks also to uh, Jack Black for, for calling in. That was fun. Had a great conversation with him. I want you all to check out... Man. I don't know what to play here. Jeepers Creepers. And the final song queued up. What a folly. Can you believe it? Can you believe the folly? Right in front of us? You okay in here? Anything? I'm just looking for... Oh, he's got this scarf on again. Dude, don't worry. We saw the scarf. Oh, this crew here is going to be full. You know when you watch a TV show and there's all these cool characters on it and then then you come back and you watch the show another season and then like there's only one of the characters is still the same, but like all the other ones are gone? I think we might be looking at a version of that happening soon here. Don't worry, guys. I'll still be here, but... Get your get your AP Mike and Dudio uh fill. Make sure you get everything you need from that now. Cause we might be closer to the end than to the beginning. Here's something by JC Satan on the Trouble in Mind label. This song is called Italian Summer. Best show will be back next week. Thanks for listening.